Shalom. Yeah. Shalom, what it do, what it do? <laughs> Working it out. Yeah. Ready for these ready for these flames. Yeah, buddy. The meeting start. I said it was some participants.
Shalom, Ken. Shalom. Shalom, Ken. You sleepy, man? You sound sleepy already, man. Shalom, shalom. No, 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 I'm okay. Nah. Can't hear your voice, King Mark. (laughs) How's he messing with you? I hear everybody. Yeah. I was uh, was under the weather for the whole month of January, so it's good to be back on the line, but shalom, shalom, Kings. Shay back, King, Shay back. Yeah, definitely miss your presence on here. Shalom. I'm sure. I'm glad everybody's here. Good day, everybody. Good day. Michael. Too long.
Greetings, greetings, King Ezra. Shalom, King of Queen. Shalom. Shalom, King. Trying to finish my dinner right quick, man. Shalom, King Franchise. Shalom. Shalom. I was looking at the um looking at the uh the difference in the value of the currency. That was like a hundred US dollars in Kenya worth like eleven thousand. And I think uh yeah. the the hundred looking at that too. Yeah, I think a hundred a hundred and uh Uganda is like three hundred thousand or some shit. Ten dollars is like thirty five thousand. Again, I got knocked off. Back.
Okay. Just a rock and I walk it out If you were mini-me, you know what I'm talking about 
talk about You wanna ride big, you could be my mini-me You wanna be fresh, you could be my mini-me You wanna get chips, you can be my mini-me And if you hatin' then you can be my enemy. Enemy. <laughs> Shalom, Shalom, Queen Shalom this prayer is dedicated to all my Indians, Moors, Capitans, Atheists, Christians, Muslims, Buddhists. All tribes and religions in between. We have fought for a long time from the colonists getting in between. It's time for us to take up our bows and arrows, swords and guns, and forward run because we are one. No more being ashamed by peace being our first name. No more taking shots. The CDC and WHO must be stopped. Obama said we can, but I say we can't keep letting our brothers and sisters suffer and starve from this child support rent. There's many going homeless while their mortgage was always born. As this Cherokee chant for peace, let's not keep letting these things happen to all moms. Mother Nature is our life. This is how they crucify Christ. By making GMO plants, that's fake oxygen. And by breathing it in, you sacrifice it. Let's bring these buildings down to reserve our life that's on ground. Let's stop putting ourselves into caskets so we go back into Mother Nature. Then our reborn life will mushroom and spread around. Let's stop using man's time and determine our days by the sun. This is why Biden hates Elon Musk. So to the U.S., we won't have to run. We done came this far. Time to be true gods and goddesses that we are. We should ride a horse wearing our crown instead of wearing crowns in a car. Let's stop all contracts by refusing to sign all birth certificates at birth. Because without a promissory note, they'll never determine your work. As they make this world worse, their main plan is to put you in a hearse. Mad because the Europeans are cursed, putting the melatonin dead in our food, hoping it can be reversed. But we are who we are on this land, and that's one tribe. With high vibrations, that's our vibe. And since the mothership has landed, we're all rightfully branded. To get inside. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. Do anything? Shalom. Shalom. 
Shalawan. Shalawan. Hey, King Harry. King Harry. Shalawan. Hi, baby. Doing good, Ian. Doing good, King. Yeah. Everybody got to come off mute to speak. <laughs> Everything COVID steady, King. Okay. I was telling someone else today about that uh, incident you had with the uh, with the uh, the cops and the uh, the car accident. And I was telling them about the uh, world passport. And how that proves that you're foreign, so they can't, you know, they can't do anything, you know, because they can't, they can't operate with a uh, living being. So, yeah. Yeah. So what we got? What's the good news, King Ezra? Greetings, greetings. How's everybody doing out there? Shalom. 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 I just want to uh, share with everyone today um, that the good news is we, I mean, King Franchise, we uh, we uh, talked to the Regis agent today, and um, basically I told them today, that if they don't um, do us right, we're going to escalate it to the CEO. We're going to report the different times that we've spoken with agents before, and there has not been any remedy. So, therefore, we're going to do what we need to do. And, and it sounded like the lady kind of stuttered for a minute, kind of got nervous. Am I right, King Franchise? He probably stepped away from the phone. He said, I'm sleepy now. <laughs> yeah, because I've been having problems with Regis also. You know, I, I purchased my account over two weeks ago, and they still haven't contacted me to send me my address or anything. So, Did you pay? Yeah, I paid. Oh, no. I might I might call them and uh, just demand my money back and go go through Alliance. That's an, another virtual company that has the same benefits. You know their stuff is a little bit cheaper when it comes down to most uh, locations. But I can't deal with Regis customer service waiting weeks and weeks for simple service. I've had issues with Regis as well in the past, and it's unfortunate because I'm trying to find another company that I can use uh, as a foreign address. Hmm. Uh, anybody yeah. familiar with iPostal? Um, Alliance, I'm going to check that out, but um, I was looking into some myself. I've used iPostal before. 
but I don't know pricing, but they service seem pretty good also. You talking about for the foreign address? For the foreign address? I post them. Yeah, they do. Except I post them because it's not a virtual place. It's not a uh, physical place. It doesn't have a physical building attached to it. It's just virtual. I postal has physical addresses. I'm using it in two states. Well, we're talking about for the uh, the actual Kenya address, the foreign address. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. King Stevion, if um, we register ourselves with a um, music company like you did, can't we use their address? Um, well, I got relations with them, that company I use. Because it's, it's to sign up just to upload music. It's free. So, um, like, when we get to 9-8, does it also go to them and our, you know, U.S. address? No, 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 no. If you don't give them a mailing address, then they're going to mail it over there. Okay. All right. Okay, that's what I thought. But what uh King Woods had did, he um he actually gave them the address in Kenya, but then he went to the post office and did an address change from Kenya back to over here. A couple people did that and it and it didn't work, but Tom Woods did it did. And he got his mail. King Williams in the building. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you. Thank you all for having me in. Appreciate it. You know, I'm finna get ready to send y'all this uh, assignment ladder out. I mean, you feel you got to tweak it just a little bit because um, I didn't put all the the documents that you got to send to the uh, the Treasury because they, they don't get everything. But uh, I'm going to go over all the uh, instruments that you got to send to them because they don't get everything. The IRS might do, so, yeah, yeah. Great, great. I got my notebook ready. And it's, and it's preferred that you handwrite it. But what I did was on it, I just went ahead and typed it up, and you just want to use your uh, thumbprint, and that's fine. <laughs> right, let me get this call. Um, and I did for people who were trying to get the address in Kenya. Um, they had the pre-registration where King Stevion does his stuff. And mm-hmm. if you get a registered agent in your state, then you just use that address for your mailing address. And then once you get the IRS letter, from what I learned, you can just disconnect with them. Um, if that helps anybody out. 
Can you repeat that again? I was saying that if you use the address in Kenya for the um, the music thing, because you can register yourself, it's free to register yourself, even though they don't get the mail there for you. If you use the address when you register yourself and you upload like a music or MP3 something, then you you know you can say you're working with that company, but you just need the address. So uh, if you take a register agent in your state and you pay for um, a monthly or I would say a yearly fee, like uh, my state is Maryland, so I found an agent for fifty dollars. So I was able to use their address, fifty dollars for the whole year, and um, you get the IRS letter sent there. So that would be your, you know, mailing address. Once you get it, then you can discontinue your um, relationship with that address. Okay. Thank, thank you for that information. All right. And where were you registering the uh, music or like? What are you I registering? Guess, yeah. Yes. So in every state, when you're trying to get uh, an LLC, you need a register resident agency or agent. So. Instead of you using your own name or family member name, you find an agency in your area that's like uh, register, uh, res, uh, res, you just look up resident agency or residential agency, whatever it is. But that always goes on the LLC application, and you have to actually get that before you get an LLC. So instead of getting an LLC, you're just registering yourself with a person, skipping the LLC, use that address because um, they would be your – if you were normally getting an LLC, they would be your legal contact. So if you were getting sued, the um, the state has to go to them first before it comes to yep. you. So you're just you're just yep. using them for a hot minute and then cancel just so you can have an address. And the one I found in the state of Maryland was only fifty dollars for the whole year. You can do it with Wyoming and you know all the other places. Um, and they scan it in. It's okay for them to open up your envelope, scan it in. They don't need to know nothing else. And you can discontinue with them. Oh, okay. Because actually, I, as a matter of fact, I did pull up that information. It's um, a website called residentagent.net. It's a lot of them. So uh, just watch your pay. You know, you know, look for the cost, and then mm-hmm. um, that's really it. Okay. Right, so. hmm. Thank you. I kind of missed some of some of it what she said, but what is this uh, registeragent.net? I don't know what state he was referring to. Um, what state was you, you referring to, King? Well, actually, I um, I actually looked it up, and yeah, that's correct. Red, uh, residentagent.net is the website because I'm here in Georgia, uh, Republic of Georgia. Okay. Yeah, it, it really shouldn't matter um, the state because everybody just scans it in. As long as they scan it in and they alert you that hey, you receive mail. It doesn't matter what state it is, honestly. But um, I just chose my state because if I needed to go get it, I can get it just in case. Um, that was my first time using them. So right now it's been pretty good. 
I'm sorry, I missed it. What company was that? Which one was yours, King? This is in Georgia. Yeah, um, the site is residentagent.net. And it actually it actually has um it's a nationwide resident agent service. So uh it's saying you can sign up online for Georgia Register Agent Service in all fifty one jurisdictions or add states in your online account at any time. Hmm. And does it have a cost on your uh site? Pretty sure it does. Um, yep, fifty dollars filing fee. Fifty dollars. Okay, yeah, because that's it. So you're just you're just paying them for a year. Uh, mine was MerlinResidentsAgent.com, and mine was also fifty dollars for the year. Um, again, just get your paperwork and discontinue with them, and keep it moving. Um, if you want to set up, when you set up your bank account or something, if you want to hold on to them for that, you can also use them for that. Um, like as if you, you're using them as like a business address. Mm. So that's what you want to look for. Yeah, that's a good idea. I would recommend, it's just my personal um, suggestion, because my registered agent is in Arkansas. I got my LLC in Arkansas. And um, as she was stating, when you do get it uh, established or open up an LLC, um, you have to you have to have a registered agent. What I would recommend that if you're going to pay the $49, like I paid $49 for one year um, for my uh, registered agent. In fact, I just got a notification in my email to contact them for legal purposes. Um, and it works. Um, I want to recommend to pay for the service when you can have it all year and dump it. You know, my suggestion is keep that business register agent on hand because you never know when something slip up, you will need that physical business address of that register agent's office. Okay, because it will it will look professional. It will definitely look professional on your um on your um uh, on your uh, business profile as well as when you're sending off documents, legal documents such as like letterheads and stuff like that, it would look very professional. So I wouldn't recommend, you know, to to get it just so that you can get your foreign account and have mail sent back and then, oh, I got my 9-8, or, oh, I'm, I got some music going to Kenya or Uganda or whatever. Now, you want to keep it because just in case there's a bump in the road, you never know. I'm not saying. You never know. Anything can happen along the way. So I would recommend that if you're going to pay the $50 for one year for a registered agent, stick with that. And then if you want to choose to move somewhere else or change that physical address, business physical address, then you can do that. So that's just my um, food for thought. 
I yield. One thing you got to keep in mind is if y'all do that and you let it lapse, you're going to have to go back into the um, your uh, assumed name or LLC and uh, update that information for the um, for your registered agent. Now, from what the states tell me is um, when you're doing your assumed name, normally the person that owns it is the registered agent, unless you submit a different form for that to add on top of the assumed name. Because most assumed names in certain states don't have it listed as a registered agent. But from what they told me, um, you know, King Stevion was the registered agent, even though I put King Stevion down as the owner of the all-caps name. So if it's supposed to be, a, a again, a lawsuit that comes your way, they got to reach out to the um, the registered agent and not you. That's what I was telling them about it. These court cases they keep sending y'all, they don't even supposed to be sending you that. They're supposed to be sending it to the registered agent. So you got them right there. You can easily counter sue them. Get them on a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, like I said, what is 18 U.S.C., 1341, 1342? Because they're reaching out to a corporation trying to say it's you. Eighteen uh, USC. Could you repeat 18, that last? Eighteen USC thirteen forty one. And eighteen USC thirteen forty two. Let me make sure that was it. Now. It might be. You said eighteen yeah, USC thirteen. Eighteen USC thirteen forty one. And 18 U.S.C. 1342. And that's just some of the stuff you can sue them on. Like, hey, everybody, listen, some, a lot of y'all new on here, so let me go down the list of what Mr. Gold and Silver gave me. Um, again, the things you get them on for that is, that's, that's two that I gave you. Then uh, you know my notes was growing like this. So I kind of missed the part about the registered agent. Do I just research? I mean, Google that. Or about what they were saying about the registered agent. Uh huh. I kind of missed that. Am I going to Google? Yeah, there we go. Memphis and Tennessee. Mm. Still. So what you're saying is um, you got a UCC and uh, I mean not a UCC. I'm sorry, LLC in Texas. Do you need to you still need to go register agent? Yeah, you should always have a register. They, they should already have it on the uh, application. King Harry, did they already have one on there? A spot for that? King Harry on? 
Y'all won. But we had to do the one in Texas, though, right? Because uh, I heard them say about the Maryland being 50, which I knew about that, but I thought we just had to do it in Texas because where we was at. They, uh, let's see. No, no you're supposed to do it for your birthday. Now where you at? Okay, yeah, Texas. Okay, so that was right. Okay. Y'all got to keep in mind so when y'all do y'all assume name. Yeah, anybody who's doing an assumed name in their birth state, if you're trying to do something in your state, keep in mind all you got to do is after you get your assumed name in your birth state, then you do, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? My gosh. a uh, po- uh, Not a postal, but a, a authentication. Because now, you, now you're able to go and do business in all 50 states. Authentication on the birth certificate or the... No, on the assumed name. So do an authentication okay. on the assumed name. Not yeah. the apostle. The birth certificate is different because you're trying to do business on all the other state levels. So you want full faith and credit on that to be able to travel from state to state. So you look up full faith and credit, it'll tell you pretty much what goes on in this state, it goes on in all the others. They got to acknowledge it in all the other 50 states. And the the register agent, that's only for the LLC, right? I've I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. uh, No, that's for the assumed name. That's for the assumed name, too. The owner automatically becomes the um, registered agent. The registered agent, right. Okay, and then when you do the okay, so and this is just my experience because we have an actual business set up. But so when it came to the register agent, that was my son. He was actually the register agent for the business because mm-hmm. I saw that like I was trying to help somebody do a set up a business in Delaware, and it kept talking about like having a register agent, and I'm like, well, the owner of the business is the register agent. That's what I thought. So that was kind of throwing me off. Yeah. That's that's correct. That's absolutely correct, because that's what the state right. told me. Yeah, so why would we have somebody, why would we outsource another party when the uh, when you, the person that owns the business is a registered agent? I didn't, I didn't understand that, so. Well, well, one one thing you're supposed to do is have somebody, it's to show somebody different other than the straw man. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if you okay. put your name as the owner, that same name as the owner, you ain't going to know the difference. When they mail you the letter, you ain't really going to know if they're talking to the living being or if they're talking to the corporation. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, they're going to do a derivative anyway. Right. So it's best right. to have okay. the agent, registered agent as another person. Yes. 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 That's yes. why I was yes. telling everyone, that's why I told everyone, if you do an assumed name, you should even have that in your the the owner in the king name or queen name, um, and then when you do it on the county level, that's when you can do the real person. Uh, the king. And then you have to buy that real name. King Then you a half about it. Then you just you just you know do the um the proper spelling of your name with king the hyphen and the, and the colon. Can you repeat that Maryland. again on a different level of where you get a, the name? Say again. Can you repeat that again about what you were saying about uh, 
using the different names on the different levels you said just now? On the state level, on the state level, you're always going to use a different name as the owner, always. Okay. Because what they're going to do, I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. Since I didn't um, did, you know, King Stevion as the owner, guess what? I don't get nothing in the mail in King Stevion. You want to know why? Because what these companies do, if you all don't know, they'll look at the name that's on there, and they'll match it up with the address. This is how the IRS do you when you do your 9-8. They look you up, look at the address, and then they can automatically find your birth date. And then what they do is they go get credits off of that name with the treasury. But if you got a name that they don't know of, king this, queen that, they ain't going to never do it because you don't, that king or queen don't have no credit. That's the trustee, foreign trustee. So what can they do? King, um, I need to, I'm going to point something out in Maryland. You have to put a uh, registered agent and he or she has to be different from the owner. See? And if that's that's on the LLC. But the same yeah, thing on, is with the assumed name, with the state. That's the assumed name. Yeah, that's the assumed name. Right. Okay. Yeah, because you got to understand, if you... If you put if you put the all caps name or uh, the same name as the all caps name, then guess what you just did? You created joinder. So there is no separation. You just said you're the surety for that for that name. Mm-hmm. But they can't do that with the living being. So even though you're saying do an assumed name, you're looking for a different name. You don't use your name. No. Mm-mm. I always tell people you never want to be using that name. You can use that name around your family, or your tribe, but don't use it around or with them. Because that's exactly how they get you. Tickets, they tap into your um your account, your treasury account, your estate, social security account. This is exactly how they do it. Because I noticed since I did that, I haven't got nothing King Stevion name. But when I have some and I have the same name, I get all kinds of offers in the mail. And you know every time they send you an offer, they're tapping into your credit. So you're always supposed to respond back to those letters that they send. And say no what contract. to those letters? Hmm? So what do you say to those letters? Well, you either reject or you accept. If you accept, then you got to go do the paperwork. Like I just did one for an American Express, and I told them what I wanted. You want my credits? Okay, well, give me 50 Gs. They gave me eight. Cause every time you don't, every time you don't respond, they take them credits anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and that's why. That's reason, why you know. Uh, go ahead. 
My bad. Uh, what was the, what was the no, reason why I forget? What was the, what was the reason why the registered agent of the DBA can't be the trust? Most of the time when you do that, we found out that they'll be like, okay, this is going to be the registered agent. They Sometimes they might be, they might come and hit you and be like, are you registered? Is your trust registered mm. with us? I mean, some people didn't got through with it, but some have it. So it depends on your state. You can try it. But that's a good idea. The okay. trust should be the registered agent anyway, either either the trust or the trustee. Okay. And the whole purpose yeah, I think I will try that. The, uh, the uh, resident agent was because uh, it's anonymity, so you just have a, a face in front of you. Um, Mm-hmm. King. Yes. When you spoke about getting authentication of the assumed name to do business in all states, was that on a state level or federal? That's on the uh well you're gonna do it on the state level first. You know they ain't gonna do anything on the federal level unless it get approved by the state first. So like I was telling a couple other queens about the um, the birth certificate. They always make you go back to your birth state, and you got to get that authenticated first because you're pretty much getting the approval that you're free. You're free, okay. Then you take it to the state, I mean the Fed, and then now you're able to roam the whole federal district. Although, you know their Roman Empire here. So those of us that has to do the LLC and the assumed, is it only the assumed or is it the LLC also that needs to be authenticated? No, you can just do no. The LLC, once you get the LLC, you can put that to the side. Then you focus on your um, assumed name. That's what you're really going after. That LLC has to be in another name. It can't be in the straw man's name. No, the owner can't. Only when you're doing it on the county level it can. And when you do that, you got to have it in the um, proper spelling. Uppercase, lowercase. Uppercase, lowercase, hyphen, first, hyphen, middle, colon, last name. Cleaning dishes. I'm hungry now. <laughs> I got a question, King. This is Marcel. Uh, okay. You just invited me. You just invited me today. So, um, I did have somebody get my paperwork together as far as being a secure party credit. I do have a nine eight number and EIN. Um, my mom's house which is in my name, is I'm in foreclosure with that. I, um, I met an attorney 
who told me he's going to ask the mortgage company for some documents never going to produce. As long as you pay me $700, we'll just keep getting the continuance. So that's where I'm at. I've been going through it for about a year now. I would like to discharge it or uh, accept it for value or return it for value, but I don't know how. I got uh, my 1099s I got from IRS. Sorry, I got my back here. But uh, I don't want to fill out anything wrong. Well, who did you go through for your um, SVC? For my For my what? You said you said secure secure party credit or stuff. You said you already did some stuff. Yeah, this is 2018. Yeah. Well, I can tell you. Who did you go through? Uh, a guy named Eon. Eon, I haven't seen Eon's work with that. Yeah, this is a while ago. That's 2018. And uh, I got the nine eight. I got the EIN, and I got um, there was one more thing I got my HWDN, if I'm not mistaken. I got a credit profile number. Also. Sorry, my baby. Wow. W eight Ben. Mm-hmm. W eight Ben. Correct. And what what country did you do the W eight Ben for? I think it was Taiwan. I'm not for sure, but I can send okay. it to you. You know you can change the addresses if you need to for where your trust is at. Your your now your W A B should match up with your nine eight wherever your nine eight foreign trust is at. Now he just gave me the nine eight. He didn't give me any paperwork. He just gave it to me. Oh my God, that is not good. <laughs> So what you need to do, I can tell you what you need. You need to call the IRS and get that um that nine eight paperwork. Okay. Like like tell them you lost your confirmation letter and have them mail it to you because somebody just giving you a nine eight number ain't nothing. That's a nothing burger. You don't know who the, who's the trustee. You don't know what the address they use. Nothing. And you need to know that moving forward because. Say when you 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 uh, start discharging and getting getting interest, and they give the interest back to that nine eight. What mm-hmm. address they gonna mail it to? Who's the trustee on that account? Okay. You might not even be able to touch it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Hey King, on that on that LLC you talking about? So the LLC, that name got to be your, your birth certificate name, right? And then LLC. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, 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 no. You can name it whatever you want it. I mean, I wouldn't put the all caps name. The reason being is because if there's any similarity when you do the assumed name, they're gonna see it. You want to be safe. Okay, yeah, I, I thought you were talking about getting the LLC with the uh, all. Oh uh, no, that's for the people who can't get. That's what for the individuals can't get the um the assumed name. Okay, okay. Because everybody's not required to do an LLC, but most states 
are doing it now because they've been watching us so much, they know what we're doing. They're well, like, I if did, they're going to get I, it. I got, huh? I got one, though. I did, I did get one before I got my... Uh, before I got my soul name and all that, but it's up for a, re- a renewal right now, so I don't. You don't think I should renew it, huh? The LLC? No, you can run everything through your trust. But yeah, you didn't. You didn't. Money. You didn't do that to get your um. No, no, your no, soul no. name, did you? No, 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 no. I had. I had my soul name. You know, we did. We, we did our stuff. You know, I was just about to forget about you in this email. Seeing this assignment. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> hey, you know what I need? I'm glad you on. Um, what? Everybody, a lot of people been having issues with that um nine eight merging with the estate. I need to see your mm-hmm. confirmation letter. I need to know that address you mailed it to. Uh, okay. I get on the computer when I get <laughs> back to the house and I send it to you. Yeah, cause they're telling. They told a couple kings somebody you can't merge the estate with the trust. I said that well that can't be true because they merged mine. That's what, why didn't I get my credit? They sent the credit to the nine eight. Yep, and they took it and put it in my Duns and Bradstreet. That's why the quarter million was sitting over there. Then they took it, snatched it back after the um <laughs> after I got the letter about the um the tax return, and then they put it in the trust. Wow, I gotta do my. I'm doing my 1040 right now, so I'm just almost done with that. I'm gonna have to call them and let them know I'm gonna be late with it. Depending on the where you for being late. Well, you 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 didn't miss some calls, so we don't do the 1040. Come to find out, you'll get in trouble because that was my three people. Oh. The IRS and came back yet. Oh, well, See, this is we'll what the other king didn't tell us. No, well, you we, don't we, supposed we, to do that we, after you get your estate in nine eight, and I'm gonna tell you why. Think about going back three years after you get your estate. Uh-huh. And you went back 25 years. Uh-huh. So that's when the estate started. So how is it that three years ago you still was operating, you know what I'm saying, as a citizen when this person is all dead anyway, but how could yeah. you do that if it was way back 25 years ago? So, so what how, that's going to do is flag them. It? It's going to flag them. They're going to close it anyway. So they close it anyway once we got what? Once we merge it with Once the, you got uh, your uh, estate. Yeah, because they tell you on the letter. They tell you right there on the confirmation letter, don't use the social no more. They don't say go back and do your last 1040. Yeah, but they did say file. Remember, you know how I said file the 940, nine, some other little form. It said form some uh, file some something. Yeah, 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 but none of those are the 1040. They talk about the 1041, the 940, and the 941, or 942, one of them. Yes. Yeah, no yeah, but they never see a 1040. No, you're only supposed to file those if you want to do a quarterly or yearly. It depends on which one you do first. Let them know if you go do right. a quarterly so, so we go straight to the 1041. Straight to the 1041 with the estate. And since yours is merged, what they're going to do is take your, instead of cutting you a check, they're going to mail the, the um, credit or put the credits with the estate, with the um, trust. Oh, just put it straight into my trust account? Yep, with the IRS. Oh, okay. We're going to put the credits on there. Wow. 
Okay. But see, that wasn't clarified. That wasn't clarified when yeah. the other king was talking about it, about the years. It depends on, mm-hmm. since you started your state today, and that's when they say, you say it started, then, yeah, you can go back three years and do your last 1040 then. Okay. And then after the date you got your state, that's when you start filing your state tax. Mm. Okay. Well, I got to get this state tax situated there. What form well, do you use well, to file your state tax? Sorry. 1041. 1041 state tax. That's how you do it. Okay. Do you, did we do yeah. a template on that? You got a template on that? I've been gave everybody that. I didn't give it to you? No, on the 1041, I didn't get it. I threw it away because I felt nobody didn't want to file them. I felt nobody didn't want to file them, so I threw it away. The 1041? No, I got it. When you walk some IRS documents in, uh, don't they don't they kind of like certify when you get get those IRS documents stamped? Because I know King Franchise be... got his stamp. Which one? Yeah. I wouldn't. Those I, I mean maybe some other ones, but not the ten forties and stuff like that. No, I just I'm still that thinking in. about the. I'm still thinking about the uh eight, the merge the the state with the with the ninety eight. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Thirty two. Yep. So for the people that's having trouble, can't they just walk in into their local IRS building and get it stamped, then send it out? Right. Okay. Yes. My um. So why did they send me all those ten forties back saying they were frivolous from all those years? If if my estate was supposed to merge. Well, if they. Went back. The reason they came back at you was probably because of your estate. Because they saw that your estate was started. I mean, you got to see when you you, um, put it in the day that started. And that's the reason why they're coming at you with the taxes. They should be coming at you with the 1040s, not the 1041s, not the 1040s. So if you do a 1040, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you do a 1040, when you're operating under the estate and trust, then they got you. That's exactly what they're pulling. They're trying uh-huh. to catch you. I'm not going to do a 1040. Yeah, do a 1041 and send it in for each year. And if I was you, I just, I don't know. You're going to have to pull up your income for that year. But I wanted to get the, the uh, transcript for those years. Or... I could think. I was thinking about doing um, sending a thing to the tax court. Would that be good or not? Send what to a tax court? Tell them about the uh, errors that they made on the ten forties. Hmm. What they saying was frivolous. That's crazy. I see. I don't know what your taxes was. I mean, I I haven't seen it. So. And me either. <laughs> did they ever did, did they ever give you a return for those years? Uh yeah, they did. That's you know what? I guarantee you that's what's going on. 
you did your estate and you went back 25 years and they saw that it's supposed to have been an estate and you filed a regular uh, citizen taxes and now they're coming to get you. Oh, I see what you're saying. That that okay. Yeah, a conflict. Okay, so do I do a 1041 now or not? Yeah. For each one of those years. Yep. So am I gonna have to uh, get the transcript and find out what happened? Cause I don't know what happened on none of those years. Yeah, you can't just think if you can remember it. <laughs> I can't remember none of that. Go to bed. You can think back like that. You're like, well, let me see. Let me see who my uh, significant other was in that year. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) Speaking on that, King, um, in regards to the 1040, um, this year would have been the first year because I'm recently married, and this would have been my first year filing jointly, and I filed for my nine eight and eight five. Um, but being that I've done both of those, um, do I have to just do it by myself this year as opposed to doing it jointly? Now, even though I'm not done with the seven steps, have you got your estate? Have you got your estate yet? Yes. Okay, yeah, you're supposed to be doing 1041. And, yeah, that means that means you're operating in a state and trust, and he ain't, he's not, he, his status not corrected. So you got to do that solo. Okay, so how would we do that if it was based off of, um, our numbers were based off of one? So, like, he was, like, claiming the different, numbers and stuff on the taxes. How would that work for him? I don't know. That's something y'all going to have to work out. Because that would be a big, gigantic conflict. Because if he's operating as a citizen and then you're operating as a secure party, those two don't mix. Mm. So he would have to take you off of his tax return, and you would have to operate by yourself. Now, like the last year, now you could just go ahead for this year here, for last year, and let him just go ahead and file that by, you know, by himself or whatever. Well, no, with you on that. And then next year when it comes around, you'll file separate, totally separate. Okay. And just let him know ahead of time. This is how I'm going to be filing. Huh? I said that's what the initial plans were going to be. This was going to be the first and last time being that I'm, taking another route, going private. Yeah, because they'll come back at y'all for frivolous filing. Okay. I have a question. I have a question. Um, say, for instance, you're having issues filing the state online, and they come back, because I know, I think I spoke to yeah, I spoke to you the other day, and they're saying that the person, the living person, can't file the state. Well, the same name can't be on the state. So if I do it and I mail it in, and they come back, and they give me any type of kickback, what would I say in regards to, because they said a live person can't file a debt estate. So what would be my response? They said a live person can't file a debt estate? 
a live person cannot file a, a state on themselves because a, a state means that they're dead. Well, everybody on this call got theirs. Ezra, have you ever heard of that? That's a nothing. I mean, that's just another trick. That's that's another way yeah. they're trying to trick you into saying that that's not even your name. They already the state already claimed you as dead, and you already claimed yourself alive with that D poll and all that. So you know when they're doing that, they're basically telling you, "Hey, I'm a dumbass. I'm a robot. I'm a sheep, and I want you to be a sheep just like me." Don't believe them. That's not your name. You're you're the first, middle, and last of the family of, which means you're alive. They're talking about a dead entity to prevent you from actually getting yourself free. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I want to mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, because that goes back to what King Savion um, was saying on um, a couple of calls ago that uh, these government agencies are now catching up to what we're doing. So what they're now trying to do now, not only in the state level, on the state level, but also on the federal level, is trying to delay or block any kind of progress we're trying to do as a tribe. So what's going on now, they, they, they're hit to the game. I had one king to call me today uh, about getting his 9-8, uh, and I'm going to do what I can to help him get it, even if I have to make the call on his behalf. They gave him the runaround. And I and he asked me. He said, uh, "King Ezra, did you um, did you go through this?" I said, "Yeah, I've been through it twice, and uh, on the third time, I got my number." And so that's what they're trying to do, uh, Queen, is to keep you in the system, uh, keep you enslaved. And what they're saying to you uh, is not correct. So I need I need you to really, really be, be confident in what you're doing because all they're trying to do is keep you in the, in the system. I yield. Okay, so what I manually, because it's blocking me from doing it online now. So I, I guess I'm going to mail you it. you got to clear your cash. you got to uh-huh. clear your cash on your computer. you got to clear your cash. Okay. Okay, so I'll try to. Clear your cash on your computer. And if you have a software called Clean Swipe or uh, what is this thing? Hold on, give me one second. Let me bring it up. Sometimes uh, you can use incognito mode and it'll work. Yeah, you can use you can you can use incognito mode. First, what you want to do before you use incognito mode, you want to do a CC cleaner on your system to to to, to wipe out any copy files of browsing history, right? Then what you want to do, go to Google, go into your Google Chrome settings. You want to click on cookies. Mm-hmm. And you want to clear all histories when it comes to your cookie history. That's under your settings. Okay. Then the next thing you want to do, go to run, and you're going to click on, um, you want to go to start, like Windows. You want to go to start. Then you're going to click right mouse click properties, and you're going to type in, you're going to look for the word run. When you look for the word run, you're going to type in that bar. Um, you're going to type uh, the, the, the parentheses sign. You're going to type in parentheses. I'm sorry, not parentheses. The um, that percentage. Percentage. Okay. Lowercase temp, the word temp, because you, you want to delete the temporary file. And then the... Um, and then the percentage um, icon. And you're going to hit enter. When you hit enter, 
You want to see all these files, temporary files from your computer. You want to hit Control A at the I, same time I, to delete the files. I have a map. Is it the same for the upper? Oh, you have a map? Okay, whichever one whichever uh, works on your system, delete those temporary files. Once you delete the temporary files, you'll be good to go. Then you go to incognito mode, and then... And then uh, you'll be able to do the process over again, and you'll be you should be good after that. What is the incognito mode? What is that? The incognito mode is just like your browsing, but it takes you from out of the. You're still on the web, but it kind of hides you from other companies from knowing you're in, from trying to get your information. It kind of blocks them from looking at. Uh, whatever that's on your system, so to speak, okay? And it kind of kind of hides your privacy, some of your I don't know all of it, but it does a good job. Is it the DuckDuckGo or uh, like a private browser, basically? It might say private. It, it, it's usually the screen to turn black. It's it's like uh, the the hamburger symbol on the right. Are, what, what browser are you using, Chrome? Um, Safari. Safari. I forgot what the path is because GoDaddy gave me the path and I need to write it down. I could also use Chrome too. But, but when you go through, go ahead, Clean. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying I have Google Chrome as well on my Mac. Um, maybe you guys could walk me through how to do the mode for that. Ten four, I can help you with that. King Savion, don't mind. King Savion, would you mind giving the? I'm sorry. What's your number? I mean, your name. Karen. Karen, Queen Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, King Savion, uh, we'll send you my information. I'll help you um, tomorrow if you're available. I can walk okay. through it if if it's anything. I can download it on my uh, iPad, uh, Chrome. But I'm sure it's the top right hamburger symbol, the three dots on the top right. And then you'll see something that say incognito mode or private browser. Oh, yeah. Mm. Right. I don't see that. Oh, give me a second. Let me download it for uh, my iPad. Yeah, she's on – she's um, – she's she has a um, – uh, a Mac, a Mac King. right? Uh, Marcel, sorry guys, I'm new. We're gonna help you, Queen. We we got you, Queen. We're gonna help you get through this. Computers, I can do. Channel one, this King's Uh Queen, you operating off a of Mac, um, MacBook or or uh, uh, um, like an iPhone? MacBook Air. Okay, if you if you if you go on your uh, MacBook, right? If you if you you know how at the bottom part where it all clicks up to say like Finder and, and those things, if you click your Chrome, go to your Chrome, right? And then when your Chrome opens up, like the other king was saying, the three dots click in, and then once the click, the three dots click in, it's going to be two under the uh, the top. It's going to say incognito mode, and then once you click that, the screen is going to block like a uh, the the robber, you know, the robber sign that they say like neighborhood watch that person. Mm-hmm. I, don't know then, the, I, I, guess, I guess you guys can help me because I don't see that. 
Um, and you said the finder mode, right, at the bottom. I guess you guys can help me after. I don't want to take a look. Do yeah, don't, yeah, don't click the finder mode. Click the, uh, do you have Chrome? Um, Chrome, I got the browser Chrome, Google Chrome. Right, yeah, so click, yeah, click in the browser Chrome. They're all going to pull up. They're all going to pull up. Can you pull up so I can park my car? Oh, okay. I got it. Okay, thank you, guys. In the Chrome. Okay, in cognitive mode. I found it. Okay, uh, also, before you, when you do that, before you apply again, delete those cookies, those temporary cookie files. Okay. You say you got some cookies? Mm-hmm. Chocolate cookies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll do that now. Thank you. And how do you get out of um? Yeah, I'm, I'm still online. Okay. So the way the way to get out of it, if you if you when you when you when you go and click onto like say if you open up something when you go into incognito say you click googling, once you click Google the the screen will pop up to like a, a Google searcher, and then if you you see in the top right it'll say like a, a number like to show you how many windows you got open, and mm-hmm. then once you click oh. that it'll let you know your private and your your public, and then mm. you can just press X on on the top of however many windows you got open. Okay. Thank you. No problem. You... Hey, Queen, before you uh, go to bed tonight or after the call, do a CC cleaner on your system, and it should wipe out a lot of your um, temporary files along with uh, any data that's on your system that that will, uh, that some of these corporate crackheads would download uh you know, because they got a way of peeping in your system without you knowing. So you want to be able to clean house. So if you don't have CC Cleaner on your desktop, um, I would advise you to download that application. Okay. Thank you. CC Cleaner. You are. What's the name of that application again? CC Cleaner? King, what's, what's the name it's of that C- application? CC Cleaner. It's they C- got cleaner. it for uh, Android, too. Yeah, they got it for Android as well. Um, it's a powerful, powerful tool you need on your system because you don't have that. Just C Cleaner. Yeah, C Cleaner. Hey, uh, King Jamon, did you get that notarized? Absolutely. As soon as you get it out, and uh, I ran to the notary, got that out the way. Um, I had left my red pen, so yeah. I mean, but I had got I got it out the way. So as soon as you sent it to me, like ten minutes later, I immediately went to the notary and um, you had to get that out the way. All right, congratulations, King. Keep it moving. Oh, absolutely, Shalom. I appreciate it. I sent out the uh, the uh, the assignment letter already to everybody. So just let me know if you got it and let me know if you didn't so I can add you in this bu- this bunch right here. Shalom, thank you for that. Uh, I definitely got my response back. I appreciate it. 
I got it. Are we, getting, are we getting the common law copyright apple steeled or authenticated? You get that one apple steeled. Okay. Copyright gets apple steeled. Okay. steeled. Mm-hmm. The um, registered agent gets apple authenticated. Yes. What did it say you were sending our copies of? What was that? I'm sending the uh, copy of the assignment letter that you're going to do to the Treasury that I'm about to go over. I didn't I get that. that. I need a copy of that. Everybody on the email list? Or? The assignment letter. Yeah, I sent it out to everybody on the email list. Check your spam before I send it out again. Okay. But if you didn't get it, just send me a text and I'll... Um, just send me a text and I'll, I'll send it out to you. In regards to the assumed name and getting it authenticated, do we have to provide them with a location for what we're getting authenticated for? Would that be our birthday? No. Well, yeah, well, yes. Um, you're going you're gonna to tell them the country, and that country should match with your 9-8. should be a non-hate country. But we have okay. to have an address in that country, right? Uh, only when you're doing it for the 9-8. But now when you get in the authentication. So can we get the estate before, I mean, can we get the trust before we get the estate? No, it's best to get the estate first. So that way you can start operating, doing your 1041. And then um, once we get the estate, could we, um, if we get the estate now, could we operate under it and then not file for the 1040, I guess, since we were? Yes, yes, okay. yes. And that's the reason behind it. You don't want to hey, file anything for the 9-8 unless you have to. Hey, King, uh, getting get the um, the LLC, I, can, I put that under any name. My bad. Say again. The LLC. I could put that. I could put the LLC under any. I can make it any name up for the LLC. Yeah, you can call it Jumping Jack Flash LLC if you want to. Right. <laughs> so I'm just. I'm just. Am I changing my uh, my assumed name? No, uh, no, 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 no. Now it's a whole new LLC. Well, that's only for the people who can't get their assumed name. Oh, okay. Yeah, I already had that. Okay, that's good. Because I, I was I was mixed up because some people say uh, get that assumed. I mean, get that LLC anyway. So so it makes it. No, 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 no. You're only getting yeah. the LLC because they're listen. Once you get the LLC, you can let that lapse. You want to know why? Because you right. you didn't put a lien on the um, assumed name anyway. They're only giving you the assumed name because you're getting the LLC. Right, right, right. But you're doing it because you're taking it from the state. You're taking control of that um, assumed name. Right. This right. is why I told everybody when you're done with all these seven steps, you're going to send a notice out to everybody and put everybody on notice. Right. The state already gonna get it anyway because they're the one doing the LL the um uh the dang on UCC filing. Right, right. So the assumed name is the straw man. 
Yes. Right. Right. So I can put a court on notice that, that they they're infringing on my on that uh name. That's right. That estate. Mm-hmm. After it's copyrighted. Right. That's right. Right. How about trademark? That's trademark too. Right? Yeah, that's the reason why you're doing the um the apostille on the copyright anyway. Right. You show them that it's a foreign person that owns that name. And then you get the the um, assumed name and put it in your, you can either file it in the county or you can put it in your UCC. And you ain't got to the UCC yet. But that's one of the reasons why you're putting it in the newspaper, too. Right, right. With the barcode and the registration to, number. When you get everything authenticated or, or apostilled, do you put uh, the common law copyright? The, uh, Somebody got a bunch of noise name? in the back. Mute your phone if you're not talking. Please. Did you put anything else with, with the assumed? Did you put everything with the assumed name, the common law copyright, the uh, the uh, the uh, the assumed name itself? Do you put that together and have it apostille, or you just do everything separate? No, you do it separate because when you are waiting on your assumed name, you should be already getting your common law copyright apostille. Right, right. I, I did that already. Yeah. And then while you're waiting on the newspaper, you know, I mean, again, you can still be getting your common law copyright apostille. You got two chances to get that done before you get everything back. Right, right, right. How long does it run in the newspaper? Um, I tell people one day, some states require you, some newspapers are blocking you, like, oh, no, the state requires you to do it this this length of time. But, you know, we ain't obeying by their rules. This is our name. We do what we want to do. Because it's going in your UCC anyway. Right. You got lawyers and attorneys read that newspaper every day anyway in that legal section. Right. right. King, I haven't been able to get through with to anyone in my state for my certificate of status. Is there an alternative route um, in being able to obtain it? Because it's impossible to get through. I've been trying for days. And who is this with? Uh, Florida. Sundays. And and you're trying to get the new. My what are you trying to get? My certificate oh, the of certificate status. of status. Oh, yeah. Because I've tried doing it online, but it keeps telling me that it's not recognizing my number. I've tried two different numbers that was provided. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, forgot, I forgot how in the world you looked that up. Um, well, let me ask you, what did you pay for yours when you got it done? Did you pay $95 or you paid less? It was less. Okay, well, you didn't apply for it then. Because no, you I didn't. Check the... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you would have to call them and tell them you want to order one. Yeah, it's impossible. It's not even, at times it don't even ring. The phone don't even ring. Wow. Oh, that I do. That, this, yeah, that should be a way on there you can add that on. I think I saw that before. 
Yeah, it gives you an option that you can mail it in, but um, if it's telling me that I would it's try not that. working, just try mailing. I would it. just print off the. What I would do is I would print that application off, right? Mm-hmm. Just print off the application and like screenshot it if you have to print it off. Go ahead and fill it out and then check the one you want and handwrite a letter telling them what you want and then send them a money order. They'll give. Okay. What is this for? The one what y'all talking about right now? Um, the certificate of status. Okay. You know, when you get your assumed name, you want to get a um a certificate of status and the um what's the other one? Oh, it's the certified copy. And the reason you want the certificate, yeah, they call it different in in different states. Yeah. So the reason you want the certificate of yeah status is because that shows that you don't have a, um, pretty much a bad rep. Mean you don't have no legal cases against you. So what that does is lines up. Yes, exactly. Yep, it shows that you're in good standing. So if any court come at you and say, oh, you owe money, you owe child support, this and that, they're lying. Because remember, they cannot do business with a living person. They can only do business with a corporation. So who you been doing business with? <laughs> you say I owe you $10,000, $30,000, where it don't show that here. What side are you going to get after the assignment? That proves that they did not send nothing to the registered agent. They didn't. They didn't go through what they supposed to go through. And when you have your done, you could turn the tables on them. Yep, you could turn the tables yeah, on their ass with that too. So you, you can, can also pull your Duns and Bradstreet up for your all caps name if y'all got y'all registered that, and go to that page and it shows the same thing: no judgments, no liens. So again, so we you got them. One, two, three. So we, They're lying. So, so where you get the certificate of status at? The Secretary of State. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, get I'll it online. I own them on the Secretary of State website. Yeah, I'm in the case that they try to sue me. You know, so I. Certificate of status and, a, and what is the other one? Uh, it's certified copy. Certified copy. It might be a. Yeah, certified copy. Okay. King, does it matter what color um, or any time we're handwriting a letter, should it be in purple? Purple, yeah. Okay. We we put, we mess with Barney over here. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean that's a UC, UCC 11? Mm, well, no. I mean, you can do you can pull that up, too. I mean, that's even more fire to show that there's no liens against you, no judgments. It just proves that they're lying. That's that's why I did the the um the cease and desist letter the way I did it. Like I actually touched that up last night too. I was up by five in the morning updating documents. How can we get that? Yeah, you're right about how can we get that now? How can we get that cease and desist letter now? Did you get the old one? Yeah, I had the old one. Did you get the one? We can't get the 
Yeah, I got to go and highlight out. Yeah, I got to go in there and highlight out Tom Woods stuff because I was doing it for Tom Woods. So, yeah, I just but I that. made I it more meaningful. <laughs> yeah. Can anybody help me? I'm I'm having trouble getting uh, any forms from the IRS. When I go into that order place where, you know, you just go in there and put how many you want for what year, it keeps telling me I'm not authorized to be on that page. Yeah, because I ordered them all, and I'm selling them. I'm like a crackhead in the streets. I'm selling them. You want to buy this right here? I got some 1099 A's now. I was just about to say that. I called. I called him and got mine. You need to call in. Yeah. Dang, Queen Rose, you just bust my hustle. God dang it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I take it back. I'm needing you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we used to order these things. You know, we we were ordering them. We didn't really know what we were doing. But you know, they um, I don't know. Yeah, it could be like. Could be like crashing because so many people own them now. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I got to order some. I got the OIDs. You know they changed the OIDs where you can write the year in now. So. Yeah. I got mine. I think the IRS number is 800-829-4933. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many numbers, but What's the, that the one I... I for the uh, the order, they give you a prompt where you can say order documents. Eight hundred. Uh huh. Eight eight two nine, four nine three three. Four nine three three. What's the first three digits? Eight the IRS. Okay. Eight hundred eight two nine forty nine thirty three. Now I'm gonna give you another one too, because I, I I got four, but I know one of these two is the one is the right one. The other one is eight hundred eight two nine ten forty. Like you want the ten forty voucher. Eight hundred eight two nine ten forty. So is it okay to, after you do the assumed name and then you do the copyright and then you do, um, you know, the article, placing it in the paper to go ahead and do the registered agent? Where are you going to? On Tennessee. You're going to be the registered agent when you do your assumed name. You're going to do the registered agent when you do the assumed name. Okay. Is that the LLC as well? No, some states you don't they don't require LLC. Let me show you. Oh God, I had it up here a minute ago because they were they had it all laid out. There it is. Does Florida require the LLC? No, nope, not at all. You pay ninety five dollars, you get everything. 
registered agent. Mm -hmm. For $458. Whew. What's that? Are you on your Secretary of State? Yes. Well, that's who I went to, and this is where it took me. Hey, Queen, what state you're in? Tennessee. Okay, you you on their web you you you're actually on their website. I am now. Tennessee Secretary of State uh, Division of Business. Um, and they're charging how much for the LLC? Three hundred. Oh, God. You might want to yeah. check and see if you can just do a um assumed name. Um, if you can just do an assumed name without doing the LLC, then you'll be good. Okay. And even sure, better. That's more than New York. Almost. Yeah, that's more than New York. Yeah. Seventy. That's just about. Uh, and how would you do the assumed name? You you do it in your birth certificate name. First, middle, last. Okay, and then what, then what do you do? Okay, and what do you do? Apostolate it and then send it federally? No, um, well, you got to make sure your name is right on there. You know, you want a different name other than all caps name. That will be your registered agent. Um, then, yeah, you're going to get the state, Secretary of State, to – um. Uh, what is that? Authenticate it. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. And um, what what's the start? I guess the start. What website do I go on to get the? So I guess you said the your first. Sunbiz. You're in Tampa, right? Yeah. Sunbiz. You go to Sunbiz. Sunbiz dot okay. org or dot gov. I think it's Sunbiz dot org maybe. What Sunbiz is uh-huh. Huh? Zombie is, is Florida's website. That's Florida's website. Yeah. Oh, okay. For the Secretary of State. Right. Okay. So I'll um basically pay the one fifty on Sunbiz to, you know, correct the status and then get it authenticated pretty much. Uh, for the assumed name, the assumed name is is only ninety five dollars. Ninety five. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that, and then you know, you're gonna check the boxes where it says uh, certificate copy and certificate of status. Those okay. are two you want. So in Tennessee, okay. I couldn't do that. I have to call them. I think. It's okay. So King Stevion, right. so for, for the worldwide, for the worldwide coming like right, we we do the apostille, uh, but for on the county level, those who are trying to get their uh, archives name, the DBA, um, you know, uh, registered, that is when they get it authenticated, right? You can have them authenticated at the county level, yeah, um, but. That's when you're going to use the real name as with the proper um, spelling as the real owner. Because what happens with the county is after you put the real person on there, 
they're going to contact the Secretary of the State to let them know that you're the living being. I don't know if the king owned that did it, but he, that's exactly what they showed. Living man, living being, I think it said. So pretty much what they're in memory. Anytime you record, that's a king's decree. So his status was corrected with that right there. But most states, they'll have you, most county, they'll have you have all these boxes where you got to check what counties you're going to do it on. And by each time you're done, it's 500 to $1,000. So on the county level, King, we don't put our king name there with the living man, correct? Or we just put the no, the no. Uh, but just, you can put him as a second owner. You can put him as a second owner. Okay, tenfold. I'm going to have to amend my uh, my DBA um, as well. Put him as a second owner. Yeah, on the county level, yeah. Also, so those the who are name, in so, Go ahead, Queen. Okay, so I don't have to send my assumed name to the state. I can take it to my county and have it authenticated. No, 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 no. The, the, the states get authenticated on the county on the uh, state level. The counties get done on the county level. But you don't you don't really even have to do that on the county level. Okay. I've got a question. Certificate of mm-hmm. existence. This is I'm on the on the business website. Is mm-hmm. that doing the assumed name? Yes. Well, they should have something to go with that too. The assumed name might be called the fictitious name. It might be the DBA. It might be called a surname. Doing business as business name. Fictitious name. Yeah, fictitious name. Or trade name. Trade name. Got it. Yeah. King, right. while you're on the Correct. issue of the county, well, King, while you're on the issue of the county, in Maryland we don't have we can't get a county uh assumed name. You can only get it in the state. Okay. So what you're going to do after you do that, you're going to, after you get the the, the ad from the newspaper, you're going to take that ad along with the um the one you the assumed name you did with the state, take it down to the county and have them record it. Okay. And, then, and what what happens if we have because um. In the county, we have trouble recording on the on the on the public record. Do we just? They're not gonna. They're not. Normally, when you do assume name something from the state, they normally don't give you problems. Right. It's only okay. when you going in there with that Moorish stuff and and all this. I'm a free man, SPC, all that stuff. There, then you have problems. Okay. But some simple as assume name, if they giving you problems with that, they just don't like you. All right. So Thank if you don't, if you have a middle name, so it would be my first name of then my last name. Yeah, if you don't have no middle name. Okay. 
Now, the all-caps name is considered a corporation, right? Yes. Correct. That's why you're filing it, and that's why they're getting away with all what they're doing because you haven't registered it. Hmm. And since you haven't registered it, it's not showing a separation. So they're taking, assuming you as the uh, the all-caps name. Right. So I'm doing the liability for it. Uh, it's so a separation. The copyright and the assumed name, we do apostille, and it's for Mexico, or is it from the, the country that you put in for? It's for Mexico. Mexico, so I can go get my cheese. We got to go get our cheese from the treasury. You are funny. <laughs> I'm hungry now. I know I didn't hear you say that earlier. That's why I wanted to make sure they understood that that's where it's going. And this, this corporation, the all cap, is for-profit corporation. I'm trying to see if I can do this online, but I don't want to uh, I don't know if they. I don't know if they ask you that. They don't ask me to ask us that. Okay. Um, I'll I'll put nonprofit maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to put profit. Cause sometimes when you put profit, they get the other divisions involved in. So somebody else might write you like the Department of Revenue or something, and be like, "Hey, we see that you're going to be for profit. You're going to have to pay taxes." Okay, so on this forum, it has business entity name and then confirmed name. The name on record with the Secretary of State office will appear exactly as you um, enter it. And then it's got domestic, foreign. Domestic. And then I'm going to put all caps. First, middle, last. And then confirm it, it says. Uh, type of business. And they've got uh, insurance, domestic violence, trust company. It might be domestic violence because you're going to be kicking these corporate crackheads' butt. <laughs> <laughs> Additional additional destination, it says. Additional destination. Uh, neighborhood Preservative Nonprofit Corp. I'll put nonprofit. Neighborhood. Or I can be managed. Well, assume name. I will make it nonprofit. Insurance company, domestic violence insurance company, uh, litigation, no. Massachusetts Trust. Neighborhood Preservation Nonprofit Trust, School Organization Exempt, and Trust Company. And then it says that that is optional. That that what is optional? Those that you choose? The, that that I just read. Okay, because it's something. It depends on the state. Now. You can do it if you want, but most people that haven't done it as a trust, they come back and say, where's your trust documents? Mm-hmm. You see? So that's why I say you got to be careful. So if they had some dealing with management, I would either do management or a nonprofit. 
and they say optional. Now, this formation uh, locale, it says domestic Tennessee business. I am forming a new business entity which originated in Tennessee. The foreign says this business is already in existence outside of Tennessee. I'm filing an application to qualify the company to do business in Tennessee. <coughs> no, this is a domestic one. Okay. So you want to just leave this blank, this business type? I mean, it's up to you if it's optional. Yeah. Nothing says uh, anything about mm, perpetual period December um, as the uh, effective date, physical year date. Mm. Effective date. Should the effective date be today, or should I extend it, move it out? Um, I would do today. Uh, this is a corporation, a public benefit corporation, a mutual benefit corporation, a religious corporation. This is a corporation. Will have members, will not have members. No, you should have someone there about an assumed name, a fictitious name. Exactly. You might be filling out the wrong one. Sole priorityship is what it should say. Public benefit corporation. No, it has nothing about. Mm -mm. Let me see. Let me see what we can find. No, nothing. Okay, so yeah, y'all's are called an assumed name. And it says right here, uh, register an assumed name business service online. And it's uh, called, what is this? Is that TNBear.TN.gov. I have the link right here. Register an assumed name. When you started yours, do it say register an assumed name? No. Okay, so let me send you this. I'm going to back out of this. And this is uh, Queen Patricia speaking? Yes, uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm out of this. Okay. All right, I just sent it to you. All right, so let me move on with this, uh, this other stuff. Skim over everything real quick. Okay, so y'all ain't heard about the hey, assumed uh, name. Go ahead. Hey, King Savion, I need the system is about to. It's giving me two minutes before it cut the call, so let me uh, cancel off because it's. Uh, I'm using the app to call in, so it's about to bounce me out. So give me two mm-hmm. minutes to log back in, so I can um, hear what you have to say. Okay. I have a quick question as well. Okay. Um, with the with the owner names, do I put my regular name and um when it says owner name or it says owner name and address, owner of fictitious name is an individual. So um, what would I put there? Let me ask you, on yours, if it asks the owner, do they ask could it be a corporation? 
Um, or just they asking for the name? Right now, I'm just saying fictitious name to be registered, and then I put my first name of, then last name. Then it's asking for the EFIN and then email. Then it says certificate of status. Certificate no, 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 no. Your assume, the assumed name don't have of in it. The assumed oh, name should just be your first, middle, and last. No of, nothing fancy, and nothing added. Should be identical to what's on your birth certificate. So okay. you're, what you're doing is taking control of what they stole from you at birth. Mm-hmm. If you put another name, then they still gonna have your name. Mhm. Okay. And then what about the owners of the fictitious name? Do I put the same thing down there too? Nope. You both use uh since you don't have a hyphen it should be your first um and uh semicolon last. Since you don't have a middle. But you should either use your queen name on it, you since you're doing the state, you want to do a different name. So whatever you're trusting, a foreign name. You need a foreign name, like a queen name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. King Cherry. Because you don't want to create joinder. You don't want to say that's you. Because if you ever win in court or anything, they're going to be like, is Jane Doe here? And you're going to stand up and say, yes. See, in their mind, they're thinking the corporation, but you're not. So now you just became the surety. Mm-hmm. So now you got that that bodily attachment. Mm-hmm. So could I put Queen and then my first and last name for the owner yes. of the fictitious? Okay. I would just do I would just do the um, Queen and then the first name. That's what I would do. So if okay, it was if it, if it wasn't done like that the first time, and can you correct it? I don't know, can you? I don't know, I'm asking. I don't know. I'm not your Secretary of State. <laughs> you gotta spend that money to correct it. <laughs> as long as it's done. Well, if the old number is done, you have to cancel the old one and redo the new one. There's a form you fill out. They might not. You probably can just correct it. They probably, I think for any edits, they don't charge them. I know here they charge $50. They're doing any corrections. How much do they normally charge for the whole, do the whole thing? Because here it charge thirty dollars to, to ninety five dollars. Uh, no, it's twenty five dollars here to correct, and it's thirty nine dollars to to do it, or well, something like that. Fifty nine. Yeah, it's always going to yeah. be close to what the initial price was. Yeah, so she could probably just do that. Yeah. Doing what was that? So one of the queens was trying to ask something. Um, you were. This is Patricia. You were going to send me something, and I don't see it. I just, uh, oh, I got two Patricias in here then. Yeah, you probably sent it. Yes, sir. Gave it to the wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) Patricia Williams. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time we had three or four Queen Rachels in the group. Yeah, we so did. <laughs> okay, I got you gonna... the right one. 
Are you going to touch bases on the, um, the yeah. one I asked off for the copper? The the copper? Uh, dollar what? for dollar, U.S. Treasury. Oh, yeah, we about to go through that. Oh, I was just okay. trying to go through this other other stuff uh, real quick. Um, let me let me let me touch on this um notification of record and this affidavit of ownership real quick. I got so time. I can clarify this. All right, know that the affidavit of ownership and the notification of record do not go together. Your vital statistics department of health gets one thing and one thing only. And that is the affidavit of ownership, right? And then you do the deed poll and the um, birth certificate. They do not get the notification of record. Let me say it just like I was talking to King Mike today about it. The affidavit of ownership is doing what? What do the vital statistics got of yours? What did they do? They took your rights at birth. So what you're writing them for is to take back what they stole from you, which is your entire birthright. The state don't have your birthright. The state is just controlling you. So I want you all to understand what's going on. If you don't understand the document, you won't have an understanding of none of this process. The depot has to be attached, and it got to be on blue bond uh, paper, which is 20 pounds or 24 pounds. Again, you take your birth certificate, not the live birth, but if that's all you got is the live birth and they don't issue the birth certificate, then that's what you use. You put the birth certificate on there. You glue them back to back, facing each other at the top, stick it in the envelope, along with the um, affidavit of ownership, and seal it up, mail it off the biostatistics with a tracking number, insure it for uh, the highest amount, should be $21, because there's a bond in there. And then you're going to extend the tracking out for 10 years, because they're watching it. If the only you're doing it regular sending, they're gonna just get that letter, look at the track, and throw it in the trash can. And your status ain't gonna never be correct. But if you do it for ten years, they know you can always go back and check that number. So the affidavit ownership and the the um certificate of entitlement is the same thing. I just put affidavit of ownership slash certificate of entitlement, you know, to let you know that's what it's actually called before I exit away from the affidavit of ownership title. Now, with the notification of record, the notification of record is the same thing as the entitlement order. What are you doing with the notification of record? You're putting the Secretary of State on notice and the Treasury. They're the ones handling your funds, your credits, your trust. 
The state is the one that's allowing the police, the judges, child support, whoever, to steal from your estate. Their job is to manage your trust. So now you're ordering them. That's why it's called an entitlement order, a notification, a record, to put them on notice that they're fired and, and show them what they've been doing wrong. And the same thing, you put the deed poll back-to-back with the birth certificate, you address it to them, put it in the envelope, take the notification of record or the entitlement order, stick it in the envelope, that's it, mail that off to four different places. Secretary of State in your birth state, treasurer in your birth state, or might be the comptroller, treasurer of Washington, and the Secretary of Washington. Never put their name on there. Just put Treasurer of, that's one envelope, Secretary of. And I learned that from the UCC when they corrected my documents. You do not put their name never, because they can get fired tomorrow and they'll never get it. Can you call those two off again? Secretary of State of your birth state, the Treasurer of your birthday or comp controller a controller excuse then the treasurer of of the US treasury department US and then your secretary of the US department of treasury so it's four places that go and the depot again is still going to be on blue bond paper eggshell Blue. And you're going to make a color copy of your birth certificate. Now, let me go back to the affidavit of ownership real quick. To them, you want to send them an original copy. But with the, with the uh, secretary and the treasurer for your notification of record, you can give them copies, color copies of the birth certificate. And you're giving them the birth certificate because that's what they made. But, again, if your state only deal with the live birth, then that's what you deal with then. So I just want to touch on that real quick because there's a lot of confusion going on with this stuff. Do I send the affidavit and the note? No, you don't mix the two. Now, on the... um. The thing for the affidavit of ownership, that's a whole bunch of other stuff that go with it because we updated it. You want to go to Treasury Direct and look up your um, savings bond. And we'll go over that tomorrow night so I can show everybody how to do that. Can you gonna have to do a ten- those, um, I'm sorry. Say that again? Could you just? Say one more time. The, you said two of those documents go to the um, IRS. Is that what you said? The affidavit. No, no. By IRS the don't got nothing to do with this. Oh no, 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 no. I said, I'm sorry. By the statistics, that is the affidavit. The, of only, the only one, only one goes to vital statistics in your birth okay. state. That's the okay. affidavit of ownership slash certificate of entitlement. You're making a claim on your birth certificate. 
You ever heard when they went to court and said failure to state a claim where relief can be granted? You don't even own your name. You want to know how they get you for identity theft? Because you don't own that name. This is why you're doing this. This is why you're doing your assumed name, common law copyright, affidavit of ownership. Now that you own your name, now you go to the next step and you fire the state because you own the name. You got the claim. Tell me on there. Put that privacy thing you got too on on the front on the very first page. Yeah, everybody I send it out to, they should have that. This privacy notice. Yeah. So that way they can't, you know, share or sell your information. Hey, K, Matt, ask you, where can you find this blue eggshell bond paper? Because I've been looking all over for it. I cannot find it. Um, most places do have it. Go online. Well, I can tell you a good thing to do. Just go online. Like the one I sent out should be in blue already. Like, you can just change the background color to eggshell blue. All you can do is go to Google and type in blue eggshell paper color, and it'll pull up the color, and then you go match that. Or go on Amazon or get it from Office Max. Yeah, Office Max, Office Depot, yeah. Office Max is going to be a little bit more expensive, but I recommend that you go to Amazon. I yield. Okay, thank you, but I was on Amazon now. I'm walking in the Okay. All right. Thank you. So, go to the 99 cent store and get that. Okay. <laughs> no, we ain't talking about no construction paper. <laughs> we want to talk right about that little. time the certificate claim. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to do that now. All right. Okay. So, the assignment certificate. Let me get into that real quick. Trying to pull it up. All right, let me just while I'm pulling that up, let me let me give you the list. All right. So you most of y'all probably already read it, so All right, so I went over, um, y'all looked at that video I did talking about 31 USC, uh, 3123, 31 USC, 5118, 31 USC, 3727, is dealing with the assignment of claim. Mm. 31 USC 5118 deals with the um, the the gold, the precious metal, uh, it, the exchange it to the treasury for them to um, pay your bills and for them to pay the interest. Like I was telling um, the group Friday in Friday's meeting that we was talking about Mr. Gold and Silver because I had a discussion with him, and he had did the money orders. He did the silver, pretty much rubbed it off on the, on the money order. That's pretty much what it is, and made the money order valuable. That's what that's doing. Um, and I'm giving the example I gave a couple other people today. 
if you go back before the gold standard, I mean, before they took the gold out of existence, um, they used to bring their gold and precious metals to the private bankers. Now, you are the private banker. So you turn the gold in, they used to give you notes. A note is an IOU. That's why me and Damien was talking about you really don't want to deal with promissory notes and bonds because you got, that stuff is things that got to be paid back. Somebody got some noise in the back. King Terry Ben. All right, so when you um when they turned their gold in, they gave them notes. That note was saying, "I owe you. I owe you what? I owe you gold." So what is your today's dollar bill? It's another I owe you. This is why the national debt is so high because everybody's passing around I owe you's, and no one's going back to claim the um I owe you's, right? Because one, the the stores have to get paid still. You think you gave them a dollar, you paid them. You ain't paid them nothing. The Treasury's job is to pay them. This is why you have to give the Treasury's, your Treasury, your receipts when you turn in your paperwork, your 1099As and OIDs, because they need to know who they're going to pay. And then after that, your reward is the interest. So the person would have, going back to it, the person would have the notes, and they would show it to their husbands, wives, or anybody, you know, and say, hey, I got this note. I'll let you hold this note if you give me some oranges, some apples, whatever, because that note is valuable because it's backed by the silver or the gold. And this is the same thing Mr. Gold and Silver has. He has uh, silver-backed notes. The question you got gold back notes. Can't remember which one he got. Might have both. But that's what he used. So he used the IOU. He didn't actually use the gold. But in this case, we actually got the actual silver, the metal. So this is where the silver registration comes into play. You're registering your silver. So now you're the banker that can give off what? The note. So you take that registration number, put it on the money order, and then now that money order just turned positive because it got some positive attached to it. You get that to the Treasury, and the Treasury exchanges that foreign money because that makes you foreign because foreigners deal with gold, silver, even Bitcoin now. So they'll pay the bill for you after that because they exchanged it. That's their obligation according to 31 U.S.C., um, 3727, uh, 3123. And then after that, in return, they'll give you the interest. So the interest, when we go back to Mr. Gold and Silver, when they came knocking on his door, that's what was going on, why they gave him the, the money, because it was the interest from what he had already filed when they paid his bills. So 
So all this stuff, like he did it more simpler because he didn't actually have the silver and the gold. We got actual silver and gold and copper, so we got to do some things a little bit different, and we're operating with the UCC. And according to the UCC, you got the right to assign your asset that's in your collateral box. It's more certification that you own it. And so remember, the United States operates in commerce with the UCC. So... Oh, here we go. So the first thing is your bill. Get your pens and paper. I already gave this out to about two different people. So the first thing you're going to need is the bill. And if you got the contract, put the contract with it. You're buying a car, a house, anything else, make sure it's a firm offer. You got the price on there, the number, the address, some kind of ID number, all that stuff need to be on there. Bill is the same as the invoice, right? Yep, that's the presentment. Yep. Okay. Now, before I go on, on that, you're going to have to write accept it for value. And then you're going to have to date it. This is on the front, and you're going to be writing in purple. If you see some space on there, you can put it on the space. I don't know why they did the diagonal, um, but it don't matter. As long as it's wrote on the bill. you got to. What you're doing is putting a claim on it when you do that. It's now yours. According to uh, the UCC, they're automatically giving you the um, rights to it anyway. You're the holder as soon as you get it. So accept it, you date it, you're going to put um, charge to, and whoever you're dealing with, either the estate or the trust name. And you're going to put, put that there, and up under, you're going to say charge to, and you're going to put the exemption number. You're going to put charge to exemption number, and that's your 8-5 number of your estate. Uh, if you got an eight six eight three whatever it may be, and you're gonna do it without the dashes. If it's the nine eight, you put the nine eight, but you put your trust name at the top. Um, you're gonna put on on the back. You're gonna put a line somewhere where you can sign above it. Do you clearly going to put up under that line, no use of fruct, N-O space U-S-U-F-R-U-C-T. I mean, they cannot benefit off of you. Spell it again. Use of fruct, U-S-U-F-R-U-C-T. No use of fruct. Y'all should always be putting that on all your applications you ever sign or anything you put your signature on. It stops anybody from making money off of you. You say you put a line through it and sign your name on it? 
Yeah, you're going to put a line somewhere and sign your name above that line. Underneath you put no use for Um, the, the birth name we're signing? Yeah, whoever's the trustee or the executor, that's going to be your signature. You know, you, you're the executor and you you you, you put your um, real name, you're going to sign it with the hyphen and then the semicolon and last. First, middle, semicolon, last. Special deposit. Um, I was thinking about it, but then I'm not too sure you should. But normally I put 12 USC 411, 12 USC 412, and then comma 18 USC 8. Because that's dealing with, you know, turning in the instrument and then getting the money from, you know, the Federal Reserve. And that's where they're getting the money from anyway. So, yeah, you can go ahead and put that. Can you so, on any thought, huh? 12 USC, four, mm-hmm. 12 USC 411, mm-hmm. 12 USC 412, 12 USC, no, excuse me, 18 USC 8. Sorry. I'm stuck on, I was thinking about 12 USC 412. Because what what you're doing is lining up with 12 U.S.C. Uh, 12, 412. Because you're turning in a note in order to get money back from the Federal Reserve. Thank you. But in it, because that's, that's where it's coming from anyway. And after the uh, the secretary put the order in. And so underneath that, you're going to put return interest. Two, and then you can put the estate or the trust. Now, I thought about it today about returning it to the principal, but then I was thinking, wait a minute. They might send that to the wrong person. They might think that's the principal. So, no, the bill collector is the principal. So, yeah, just say beneficiary or the estate. But make sure you put the name down there with the tax ID number. So you're doing the estate, the estate name, tax ID number with the dashes. Cause some some of what you mean, what you mean with the dashes? Huh? There's only one dash. There's only one dash in it, right? Your right. Okay. Yeah. All the nine eight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. So all of this is stacked on top of one another, so it's no use of fruct. Then it's got the UST codes, and then it has the um, return interest to a state and so on. Yeah, or, or you got your trust and you want to go into your trust, you can do that. Because keep in mind, this is why you got your um, foreign grantors trust, to prove that you're foreign. You gave them foreign money, which is your gold or silver, and that's what they're exchanging it for. So it's, it's right that, you know, it goes back to the foreign trust. But if you don't have your foreign trust, do it under the estate. And what they're going to do, they're going to mail it, the check back to the estate, but they're going to be in the executor's name. 
He's going to say the executive's name for such and such a state. So that's it for the um the bill in the contract with a bill. Um second thing is you're gonna do go online, ten ninety nine online. And you're gonna do a ten ninety nine A. And the um The creditor or the lender is going to be you or your estate, excuse me, your estate or the 9-8, which one ever you're going to use because you're lending them your precious gold or silver or copper. So whatever the amount of the bill is, it's going to go, I think that's line box one, wherever it says principal amount. That's where that's going to go. But the debtor is going to be the the bill collector, whoever's trying to collect. And the fair market value box, which I think is box three. I'm not looking at it right now. In fact, let me grab 1099. Okay, here we go. So box one is going to be the amount of the bill. Box two is the outstanding balance. And that's if you you only paying for one month and then there's some you're paying for the full year, then that's the amount you're going to put there. If you just want them to pay the one-month bill, you're going to put the put it in box one. And then in and then box, you pay for the whole year. You you put it in box two. You if you're paying for the whole year, you put it in box one. Okay. Yeah, that's just if you're leaving some out. You put the outstanding okay. balance in, in. Yeah. So box four is the fair market value, and you're going to multiply box one by twelve point eight three. Not percent, just 12.83. And you're going to put that number right there, and that's the interest. And in the description box, you're going to put the acquired debt, and you're going to put the account number. If you're doing a house, car, whatever, you're going to put the account number there or the VIN number. And right where it says that the person was liable for the uh, the taxes, is that liable for this debt? You're going to check yes. And down at the bottom where it says account number, if it's account, you got an account, you put the account number there. If it won't fit when you're online, put zeros uh, after it. Or before it, either or, to a fit, and go. And that's it on ten ninety nine. 
We could do the 1099s online then. Yeah, well, the 1099-A, not the 1099-O-I-B. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah, the 1099-A online. Okay, then yeah. what about the uh, 1096? They got to go with it. Yeah, 1096. Yeah, no, you can't do the... Well, for that one, for the 1099-A, it automatically does it. Oh, it automatically does it. Okay. Yeah. And when you do the 1099 OID, you're going to do that by hand because you got to do the 8281. So the second thing is 1099-A, you submit it three days later. Hopefully, you should have your approval letter from the IRS. You're going to print that off. And um, you're going to staple that to the 1099-A. So you can print off the 1099-A as well when you go back in the account under the dashboard. So put them two together. You're also going to do a 1099-OID and the 1096 by hand. King William. And I got a template for that one. I ain't about to go over that right now. <clears throat> Just email me requesting the packet, and I can show, I can send it to you. So four, yeah. So four is the eighty-two eighty-one. Say again. What, what color ink uh, for the ten ninety-nine OID is the ninety-six? You could do it a purple or red. Purple or red, okay. I did mine in red though. Eighty-eight eleven. Eighty-eight eleven. What's that? I, I read somewhere they said that the eighty-eight eleven got to go with us in order for it to move. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Mister Gold and Silver didn't do it. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> and I didn't hey, do it either. Hey, peace, King. It's King Krishan. Um, like, what if people don't have ten ninety sixes? Go steal it. <laughs> but seriously, like, when I got my nah, you just, you just ordered. Me, they only sent me, me 10, 1.1096 with all of the forms that I ordered. Oh, I must order, be sure. I ordered multiple. You go back and try to order it again. Yeah, they give it to you. They just sent me. I just got, like, 20 of them. They just got mine today. But I thought when you do the 1099A online, it automatically do a 1096 for you. They do, but they ain't going to do it for your OID. Yeah. You got to do the OID by 1099 OID by hand and fill out your own 1096. Yep. You can also go down to the, um, the I think the IRS, local IRS building and try to get them too. They should have a few. Yeah, they don't like to give them up. They don't like to give them up. But they also said the uh, library supposed to uh, have them, too. Mm. Or check with the H&R Block. I haven't said the library had any of those. Yeah, it said, too. The library has some of them, too. Well, I do know H&R Block have them in the back. You just go ask for a few. 
So, again, one is your bill and your contract. Two is the 1099-A and 1099-A approval letter, uh, email, 1099-A approval letter. Uh, three, 1099-OID and your 1096 by hand. Four is the 8281 OID uh, form. Five is the $21 money order. Maybe I should already have that. I sent it to everybody. <clears throat> so it's a negative twenty-one dollars, and then the and the um, the positive number go above that. And just to let you know that money order was approved by Mister Golden Silver himself. So if he said hey, yes, say four, I say yes. four is the eighty-two eighty-one form. Eighty-two eighty-one. Are you referring to it as debt? Sorry. That's the information return for publicly offered original issue discount instruments. Stimulant, can you send me all the numbers you just called off, please? Because I don't have that. Okay. So the twenty one dollars that's negative. Huh? Yeah, the twenty one dollars is always a negative. Twenty one dollars is a negative. Always. Because their money is a negative compared to gold and silver. If you purchase and gold and silver is the positive. If the if you per if you tender the, the money order with gold and silver, which is the twenty one dollars, wouldn't that be positive though? What would be positive? If you if you tender the money order with gold and silver and twenty one dollars, wouldn't it be positive? No, the, it wouldn't. The, no, the, because okay, thirty one USC. You go read it. Thirty one USC. Three one two three. And you want to read. 31, I mean, 31 U.S.C. 5118. If you read those, you'll have a good understanding. Because what the Treasury going to do is they're going to, it's an obligation of the United States. How is an obligation by me making a positive $21? You know what they're going to pay for you when you try to get a $50,000 car? They're going to pay that $21 on that car. Mm. And that bit, and that car lot going to call, hey, man, all you paid was $21. But that's what that's why yeah, I thought probably, that the value of the cars that that's a negative value already. No, no, no. Okay. The the gold and the silver that you apply to the money order is making that's the money. That's the value that the treasury is trading out. They're trading out. Matter of fact, let me read this. Let me read this um, code for y'all. This is why I say if y'all don't read the code, you'll never ever understand. Hold on, hold on. Before you read it, one quick quick. I think he was saying how how Mr. Golden Silver was saying how he put his uh his twenty one dollars uh uh silverback notes up. Remember he had put the twenty one dollars silverback notes and buy the money order, which which he said would give it that positive. That's what, that's yes. What he might be talking about. 
Is that correct? And then he takes $21 well, the, back and he pays. The $21 is the negative. He, he, he drilled that on me the other day. He said it's always a negative. He said uh-huh. the United States dollar compared to your gold and silver is always negative. Yes, yes, I get we get that part. But remember how he was saying he put the he would buy the money order with his the silver back note. Oh, that's no, no, no. You don't gotta do none of that. You don't gotta do none of that. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I think he was uh, uh, asking about. No, yeah, you don't gotta do none of that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you don't gotta go swapping out. No, no, you don't gotta do that. This is see. This is why you have your registration of your UCC that the state approved. You say you got one quintillion dollars. Who approved it? The Secretary of State. They ain't going to approve no fraudulent mess. Mm. If I say in my registration, this silver is used to create currency, to pay bills, Mm -hmm. public and private, what are you doing on this money order? Mm. That's what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Discharging the debts. I have a question, King. Um, yes. In regards to 1099A when you're completing it online, um, when we did it for my birth certificate, I believe I times it by two. I didn't times it by the 12.83. Yeah, you're supposed to multiply that. Well, if you're doing the birth certificate, you don't you don't supposed to multiply time anything really. Because they already have the interest on there. Hmm. Okay, so the twelve. Think about when you look at the principal. You're gonna. The principal is the amount that the United States invested for you, and they show that on um, Treasury Direct. That's the amount that go in box one. The interest part of it, they show that too, and you put that in the other box. Okay. So which box were you referring to when you were talking about the fair market value and multiplying it by 12.83? Yeah, that's only when you're dealing with, like, other stuff besides the birth certificate. But, yeah, that's the um, fair market box. That's uh, box uh, four. That's the 12.83. But that amount can change. From what the IRS told us, you can you can – you can really put any amount. Now, when it, let me say this. When it comes down to homes, real estate is always, like we can do, since we're doing real estate on these other things, you can do times 200. It's real estate. That goes into the WIFIT. So now if you got your WIFIT merged with your 9-8, I would use the WIFIT on my bills. Heard that word. Say no more. Because you got it. You got proof right there with the UCC filing. That is real estate. So I need to connect my with it with my uh my my trust. Yeah, man, you gotta show me that. Um, show me that. Hey, you, so you don't remember what address you mailed that to? Which Irish address? Uh, uh, I can, I can find. I gotta just get in there and look and find it. But no, I don't remember to tell you the truth. 
But they sent that letter. I got that letter where they sent it back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How in the world are they telling other people <laughs> that they can't do a trust or an estate when you did it and they sent you a letter back? Yeah, I did it. They ain't sent me no letter back, but my stuff is merged. Yeah, they they can't they can't. They must have see that's why I say these people are on to us. <laughs> yeah. Let me that lets us know that somebody been on this call and they're going back talking. Huh? Yeah, they did the same thing uh, to me too. Uh mm-hmm. send the uh the any eight thirty two back. And I was like, What? And they did it with another king too. Yeah, I know. They catching on to it. Agent Mother Safina. I don't know about that one. They ain't never nah. She definitely ain't noise. She ain't some other eighty eight thirty two back at all. No. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna resend mine back out. You must be where you're sending it to. Make sure you check the address where you both be sending it to. Yeah, I search for that. I search for that thing and send you that. You know, so I search it by try to figure out where I think it's right. Yeah, cause he got a letter. Man, I put that on the frame. Man, I will go to sleep looking at that. I'd be so happy. I'd go to sleep smiling. <laughs> she crazy. Yeah, that's a, that right what there. Did, what did the letter say? Letter. I don't remember what the letter said. It said it said it was a, it was it was approved it, it was joined together. Chief, your your eighty. You said your estate and your wasn't has been joined. Yeah, but they're telling everybody else now you can't do it unless they created some new law that stops it. I told listen. You know what's funny? If you look at all this stuff we're doing, I told everybody so y'all need to hurry up. Because they're going to start changing this stuff around for what we're doing. Oh, they said they can't. Yeah. That's the show. Well, yeah, I, they didn't send it. me no letter. Remember when I told you, Stevion, I called them to get a, you told me to call them since I couldn't find the original or whatever. I couldn't find the paper. I misplaced it. So mm-hmm. remember when we did the estate number? We did the estate number. No, we did the court. We did the 98 in, um, in November, November third, and then we did the state number. You did that in in, in um in January, and uh, uh um and you did the with it. I think later. Anyway, the state number had the address where I did my last tax return at my grandmother's house, so I used that address. And the nine eight had my UPS mailbox. So when I did the eighty eight thirty two. You know, to merge them together, and then I did the eighty-eight thirty-two B. So when I called them to get a copy of it, the eight, the uh, the, the estate number, they had the address mm-hmm. for the UPS store on it, and I and and they had it merged already with the nine eight. But I never got a letter, you know. And I told them I need to take off Terry Lynn King as the trustee. That's supposed to be Terry King Bay. So she told me I got to. Make a letter up and send it in there. And tell them what I want, and they'll correct it. But they merged it together, but they didn't send me no letter. I wish I had a letter like that. 
Yeah, they listen. Y'all call them and tell them what y'all need to correct them, and they do it. I had to correct my uh my trust my whole trust name. I left out the middle name, so I called them and corrected, and they did it. It was done over the like phone. Three days on the phone. What number did you call, okay? Uh, I called him. Whatever number we had gave, we, you know, one night, everybody gave him 9-1-800 number to, the, to, the, uh, to do that, to do the 9 gotcha. number. And I just called him and told him, look, man, I need to correct, uh, may, I need to correct something on my 9 eight, and then. I had to talk to somebody. They finally got on the phone. I told them, "Look, man, it's just a simple mistake. I just left out a name. Can I can I put it in? And I need a, a cover letter. Uh, let me know that I did it. That y'all did it. And they said, no problem. We're gonna send it to him. I think I got it seven days. Hmm. Yeah, that's that one number. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them yeah, IRS agents are. Yeah, man, you 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 definitely blessed. That's all I can say. For you to be the only person I've ever seen get a letter back from the IRS that say that. I'm telling you, I have that joke in a frame like I went quadruple triumph platinum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they did it, but yeah, I'm happy. But yeah, I, don't, I did. It's probably because you because you, you took over because you took over the selective service. That's why. <laughs> I got a question for you. Hey, you on know that that's still on my phone, right? You know that's still on my phone, right? <laughs> I, I can't get it. It's still on my phone, man. For real? Yeah, it's still on my phone. I can't get Man, it it's like they honestly, they scared of you or something because you oh, got this ladder. Your your so, number goes to the mailbox of selective service. There's something going yeah. on. Yeah, well, let, let, let me start discharging these, these bills. Then then we're going to see what's going on. <laughs> I, ain't tried, I ain't tried nothing yet. I ain't tried nothing yet. I ain't going to. Got a question. I ain't lying. Go got a question for All you right. about that letter. Does that letter have, uh, is, is it, does it have like a, is it just a plain letter or does it have like a OBM number or something on the bottom that states what type of letter form it is, anything like that? Uh, no, it just came from uh, it came from the uh, the, the IRS. Came from the IRS. Right. Let me know. But most of this stuff I have, have you know, sometimes a form number or whatever they call that, whatever the document they sent out. There's got to be something yeah. on there somewhere, you know. It might be. It might be. I If you can find what that is, man. If you could take a yeah, picture of it and just t- cover your name up, cover your name up, and just take a picture of it, that form that's got to be on there somewhere. So somebody can inquire and say, "Well, I haven't received my blah 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 letter for my mm-hmm. uh, eighty, you know, eighty-eight, thirty-two, and twenty-two, or whatever be." And then yeah. they they say yeah. they may send it out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. if you're the only one got, got that, we need you to investigate with all the bottom corners and whatever for any numbers on the bottom. So that's what it used to be to title to title that document. It has to be something to spill off their stuff. Gotcha. I do that. And we sure appreciate that, and everybody can inquire when know they what I, know what I'm gonna do. Know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just like you said. I'm gonna block my name out of it, and I'm gonna send it to uh, King, and he, you know he he'll be able to dissect it better than I can. <laughs> yeah, know how to call and ask him and describe. Yeah, 
That'll work too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah King. Uh, uh, which King is this? Who talking mm-hmm. now? Yeah, this is King Ezra. What is your name, King? King Wright. King Wright. When did you get your uh, your letter back confirming that your your estate and your trust was merged last year? Yes. Okay. Yeah, sound like the the uh, IRS got together and said, "Well, we're going to make a New Year's resolution." We're going to stop the niggers from coming in. Let's talk about the other thing we're supposed to be talking about. Yo, King Wright, what up? I like King Wright. I like to look at that tomorrow, King AP. True, true. All right. By the time you woke up, AP. <laughs> I've been on the whole time. Y'all just was talking. Greetings, kings and queens. Hey, well, listen, man. I, 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 I'm trying to see about this uh, thing. This, this, this uh, entitled. I mean, this uh, what we supposed to be talking about tonight? Yeah, Let's yeah. Let me go into. Let me go. Let me go yeah. and read this code real quick because they gotta understand this whole whole thing. All right, okay. thirty-one U.S.C. five one one eight A says in this section the gold clause means a provision or uh, or in or related to an obligation. A legend to give the obligee a right to require payment in what? Gold. A. B. A particular United States coin or currency. R. C. United States money measured in gold or a particular United States coin or currency. Two. Public debt obligation means a domestic obligation issued or guaranteed by the United States government to repay money or interest. B, the United States government may not pay out any gold coin. A person lawfully holding United States coins and currency may present the coins and currency to the Secretary of the Treasury, that's what Mr. Gold and Silver did, for exchange, dollar for dollar. What is the dollar for dollar? That is the positive amount from the um, silver. So the obligation was the bill he had, the positive amount, turned that in with the 1041V or 1040V, he did 1040, turned that in, and they paid the bill. The interest, and I'm about to get into that. For other United States coins and currency other than gold and silver coins that may be lawfully held, the secretary shall make. The exchange under regulations prescribed by the secretary. So what did the secretary do when they paid the bill for it? They made an exchange. He turned in the silver derivative of the the copy of the silver certificate. They exchanged it because it's still silver. Even though it's a copy he put on a, 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 a scanner, it's still silver. And they paid the bill, and then now the interest comes back. And you said I could do this on my house, too? Yeah, you can do it on anything. You can do it on Beyonce. Uh-oh. And I love her. 
<laughs> you have to fight now. <laughs> What's that code again, King Stevion? I don't lose off thirty one. <laughs> 31 USC 5118. Yep, read the whole thing because I just went on the, on the, as a matter of fact, let me read this part right here and see. Let me go ahead and read it. A, on a gold clause, public debt obligation or interest on the obligation for the United States coins or currency or, well, I got to go back up, hold on. The government withdraws its consent given to anyone to assert against the government its its agencies or its officers, employees or agents, a claim on a gold clause public debt obligation or interest on the obligation, B, for United States coins or currency, or C, arising out of the surrender, requisition, seizure, or acquisition of United States coins or currency, gold or silver, involving the effect or validity of a change in the metallic content of the dollar or in the regulation about the value of money. Okay? So please read that and get a good understanding of that. And also read 31 USC uh, 3127, more about the obligation. So that those obligations line up with this, and then it goes into the claim which is 3727, 31 USC 3727, which where you are assigning the silver that you own to them. Now, Mr. Golden Silver hand wrote his letter and sent it to them. So now it's, it's a game of hot potatoes. That's the purpose of assigning it. So a negative 21, negative 21, and then the positive amount, whatever the bill is. So six, and that was five. So I'm going to say it again. One billing contract, two 1099A and 1099 approval letter. So I'm doing it online, 1099 online. Three 1099 OID. And 1096, four, 8281 OID form, five, $21, $21 money order, six, affidavit of ownership, slash is a certificate of ownership. So what you're doing in that certificate of ownership, you're going to capture the money order and you're going to capture the bill and the account. So now you own the account. So you're going to own all that. And all that is going to go into your UCC2 that you're going to do. Say that, say that's that. a collateral. Six is affidavit of ownership slash uh, entitlement, uh, certificate of entitlement. Two. Well, it's two. It's the same thing. It's the same form, but that's just two different names. Okay, and you said what we're going to do with those? Those are what again? That's used to take over the money order, the case itself, or whatever you're doing, the account. Yep, and that that gets attached to the um, bill and the contract because that's what you're taking over in the money order. So seven 
is a copy of your silver registration because that's actually coming from the silver. It represents the silver. So Mr. Gold and Silver made copies of the silver certificate. So that's a that's like a he he holds the note, but he still made copies of the note. So that's like three three layers down from the actual gold. Us on this hand, we're pretty much doing the same thing because we got still got the silver, we got the registration. You make a copy of the registration and put the number on the money order. So one two three. You're still holding the the full silver. Or copper. And keep in mind when you do your UCC filing, you're going to do a partial assignment because you're assigning part of the silver in that amount. And that's what's going to go in the collateral box, whatever bill amount you're paying. And that's all you're going to assign. So I'm going to tell y'all when y'all start doing this, y'all going to have to start keeping a ledger. Don't get sloppy. I'm just going to do this for mama. I'm going to do this for daddy. And, and, and you can't even keep up with your numbers. You say that's an, a, a partial right. assignment? Yes. Because on the UCC, it asks, is it a full assignment or partial? And you're assigning part of the collateral, not all of it. In that case, you're going to give away the whole one quintillion dollars. So you're assigning it, a part of it to the bill collector. It, well, you're already doing that when you put it on the money order. You're assigning it to the treasury, the secretary oh, of the treasury. Okay. To the treasury, okay. They're the one. You'll okay. see when you read the, um, Make the assignment of, of yep. certified claims. And on it, you're going to put them as a debtor. And you release them as a debtor once they pay the bill. That pushes them to pay the bill because they don't want to be in debt to you. Mm -hmm. Really, we're supposed to be able to do this with our own bank. Because the Treasury is our bank. They're just an intermediary. So... So a copy of the civil registration and your UCC civil registration. So if you don't got your UCC done, then you go file it in the county. Some that, you know, deals with the United States that you can prove they, you know, they certified. Baby, what you doing? How long does the man say it took for his bill to get paid? From my understanding, from talking to people, uh, take 21, 21 to 45 days. Okay. Well, to do what? To think about it. Think about it. He, think about it this way. He did it. They ain't come mm-hmm. to him saying you were late. Mm-hmm. So it probably took 21 year, days for him. Huh? Yeah. He could pay that for the whole year, right? Yes. Okay. And it so talks about that in the code too. It talks about doing it within one year. So We're signing years. the Secretary of Treasury. It say not more than one Treasury. year. Okay. 
All right, that was seven. Eight is the you go to the next. You said you you resign in the Secretary of Treasury or the U.S. Uh, Treasury. The Secretary. Look, I'm going to read this again. I don't know. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it again. Thirty-one U.S.C. five one one eight. It's a gold clause. Means that provision or in or related to an obligation alleging to give the obligee a right to require payment in a gold, be a particular United States coin or currency, or C, United States money measured in gold, or a particular United States coin or currency. Two, public debt obligation means a domestic obligation issued or guaranteed by the United States government to repay money or interest. The United States government may not pay out any gold, coin, a person lawfully holding United States coins and currency may present the coins and currency, are you listening, to the Secretary of the Treasury. It made sense when you read it again. To the Secretary of the Treasury for exchange. What are you doing? You're giving them your silver that you rubbed off onto the money order, and they're go- which is positive now, and they're going to exchange it dollar for dollar. What is the dollars? Whatever number you put on the money order. You want it for 100000 100000 it is. She is going to exchange it dollar for dollar. Who got the dollar? Show not you. She got it. So she's going to cut the check uh, with the Federal Reserve. They're going to cut the check to your debtor, buddy. Who's saying you owe? After that, and that's done, you do your 1099 OID and that's in, they're going to cut the interest check. And if it's big enough, they're going to come to your house like they did Mr. Golden Silver. And if your status ain't correct, that's what they're going to do. They're going to still show up, huh? No, if you got your status corrected, then they're going to put it in the right account. Because the thing so about it is, not- if, your, if your status is right, and like one of the queens who got her check, they put it in the executor's name for the estate. They didn't mind mailing the check because ain't nobody can get that check and cash it. You got two different names on it. You got an estate name and you got the executrix name. Now, if you ain't got your status correct, it's going to be in your name. They ain't mailing that in no mail because that's probably plenty of Mr. Joe Doe's out there. I see a check. I say, I know a Joe Doe. Hey, Joe Doe, you want to cash this check for me? It came in my mailbox. Here you go. So understand why they did it like that and why they do what they do. Wait, 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 wait. You should be able to cash that at the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even need no ID. I know the guy working at the little store. <laughs> yeah, when I when I get Joe though check, give me that hookup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So eight is the UCC to lean on the company. So when you when you assign it 
So you're going to do a first. You're going to do a um, UCC two where you're adding the collateral, okay? And you're going to put the lien. We well, actually going to do the lien on the. Uh, no, don't do it on the two. Do it on the three. Excuse me. You're going to put your collateral, the value. You're going to put your 1099 OIDs in there. If you want to put the whole packet of it in there, you can. It's probably best to do it that way. So that way you own in everything that's in there. You're going to come back after that's approved with the UCC, and then you're going to do a UCC3 assignment. Some states call it something else. Some people have a five or four. And then hold that's on, where on, you on. add. Hold on, you can't in Florida, it's the UCC three. It's yeah, the UCC three. The two is an addendum. And you do a collateral okay, so, add. Okay, so we doing the two. We doing the uh, collateral. I mean, the add the silver registration, all that on the two. That's that's number seven. That's you know, do the silver registration and add UCC two. All that. Yeah, but you seven, already. Right? This is and that's for the only the people who haven't done their UCCs for the seven steps. Oh yeah, I got okay. I did all this already. You already got your silver. You good? So you go straight well, to I the three. To, I need to start finding it. Then pull out the guns, baby. So the three is the assignment, but on this you're gonna also put a lien on the um, secretary of the treasury. Because you're giving them your gold and your instrument. Mm. And when the debt is settled, then you release that lien. So they're going to have to cut the check for the interest, pay the bill, then you go cancel out that. Now they're free. And if you get a, a, a terminated, you send that to the treasury. So they'll know. So, King, okay, yeah. I have a 1099A that I did in 2019 on my house. That's over. And that's over? I'm sleepy now. <laughs> oh, <wow>. I know <laughs> you are. <laughs> okay. You got to so, do, do that within three years. You would have to do that over. No, I, I'm finna tell you. I got the 1099 uh, approval letter, um, and then I got the U.S. Bank that says that the house was paid off in 2020. So I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out, do I need to put that on a UCC? Uh, yeah. You're supposed to put it in the county. What do you mean? Put it on, uh, record it? That 1099A and that approval letter, and the uh, the letter you got from the bank should be in the county. Okay, I can do that. Uh, but what do I do? Would I put it on the UCC still, or do how do I get the, what the interest Yeah, you add that to your collateral. Yeah, you add that to your collateral. But I'm supposed to put it on the uh, recorded right now, right? That's all. Yes, yes. Then when you record it, they're going to give should be giving you some type of file number, which they should. You're going to put that in your reference data box and your collateral box, and you're going to always put a value. Always remember when you do UCC filings and add collateral, you got to have a value of the item you're putting in the collateral box. Okay. 
Okay. So that would be, would you say it was 20 times the amount that I had on there? You, well, you're only doing your value of the house. That's only on the 1099A. You do 200 times since it's real estate. Oh, my God. I don't think I did that much. I don't know. I don't see what I did. Okay. I, I, didn't saw where was, I didn't saw where it was 500 times. Well, and this comes from the mortgage companies. That's right. But the IRS agent, again, said you can put any number. We're just being kind of, you know, modest. <laughs> I don't want to be modest. They wasn't modest with me. No, don't go too crazy, do they? <laughs> Do the two hundred like he said. Right, I wouldn't be greedy. I did, I, I did the two. It's already done, so that part is already done. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Ken, yeah, how does that work for a house that you living in that's not in your name? Patrick, well, they would have to do the process. Carried away. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you what you can do. They can assign. They can. They can assign it over to you, and once it's assigned over to you, then you can take over the process. And you'll see the code that I'm about to read in a minute. In that assignment letter, it talks about the code. Um, what is that code? King assignment. It's a UCC. UCC three two zero three. Yeah, they would have to um, assign it to you, and then now you can take care of it. But it still ain't gonna be in your name unless they gave you all the rights. What if I got added to the deed? Okay, well, let them take, you got to take over all their rights then. So you can act okay. on their behalf too, because you can't act partially on it. You got to do a quick claim. They have those documents at uh, the office supply store, quick claim deed. I'm sleepy now. <laughs> <laughs> You say quick right, let's finish this. Let's finish this. Let's finish this. Let's finish this so we can Yeah, that's five. what I was going to ask if we can about go over one the steps. o'clock in a minute. Yeah. All right. That'll be cool. So you got your um, UCC of three assignment um, to the U.S. Treasury. Ten is the assignment letter. Actually, it's number one, really, but I just I just wrote it in this order. But this will be really number one. The assignment letter that I sent out to everybody. Okay. Now, what else is going to go with that after that is your Form 56, and this is your Form 56. Now, when you're dealing with the Treasury, you're dealing with a financial institution. So if you are um, assigning them to be over your trust or your estate, you would do a Form 56-F. Not a Form 56. Now, when Mr. Golden Silver did it, he did a Form 56 because he was dealing with the person or the corporation. And when you, you said Form 56 is dealing with... Uh, you. You. Okay. Your straw meaning. But since we're dealing with estates and trusts, Depends on which one you're going to do. You still need a Form 56F, 
and then you're going to let the Treasury, the Secretary of, never put their name, always Secretary of. Even when you're writing out uh, letters or on the envelopes, always Secretary of. So you're going to do a, the Secretary of United States Treasury. And then last is 12 is the 1041V. That's the voucher. And it's going to be in that positive amount that was on the money order. That's what I was saying earlier. You don't want to make the $21 positive and the gold positive. That makes no sense. You're taken away now. Gold can't be a negative. So we're going to do a 1040V or 1041V? 1041V. We're operating in trust in the state. Okay. Negative V? Negative? No. Why would you do a negative? That's your check. That's the check right there. Oh, bro. I think these gurus got y'all thinking, oh, everything got to be a negative. Mr. Gold and Silver didn't do no negative. I'm telling you from somebody who didn't done it. King Mark on the phone. That's his uncle. He'll tell you. And like Mr. Gold and Silver said last week, he and them did numerous of these, and they never sent it back. They always paid the bill. So this ain't just me sitting here telling y'all this stuff. Stuff has already been done and it's consistently being proven. I could have been went and grabbed all this stuff and did it, but these codes is what brung it together. Looking at the codes, you see everything that's going on. But anyway, the assignment of the certified claims is based on the attached presentment from the domestic obligee, there is a United States obligation, public debt obligation, right being required by the contract for, by the contract for the payment according to 31 U.S.C. 5118A1 in money, 31 U.S.C. 5118A1C, and 31 U.S.C. 5118-A2. The amount of the obligation is, so you put the amount that you are getting paid, uh, or they're paying for you, and it's due by, put the due date, we present the attached currency for dollar-for-dollar dollar exchange according to 31 U.S.C. 5118-A2B. Under the Power of Appointment Act of 1951, we appoint you, the secretary, and assign you, according to 31 U.S.C. 3727B, for disbursement to company information, city, state, address, zip, all that, to pay and settle the obligation. Please return the interest to the lender on the 1099A, so that's you, which is attached. Attached is our negotiable instrument, proof of claim, IRS 1099A, 
Certificate of Entitlement, Affidavit of Ownership, and 1099A Approval Letter, comma, UCC2, Collateral and Assignment Lien, Currency for Exchange, under regulations, and that's what the code say, and all required documents to fulfill this transaction. And then it goes on to say, with the power invested in us, we hereby transfer for value and enforce, according to UCC 3-203, the attached instruments and rights of we, the holder, in due course, by transfer to you, and you for holders, transfer to you, the Secretary of the U.S. Department of Treasury, for set-off, settlement, payoff, and slash or discharge. Right, they got the trust or the estate name, put your exemption number. You can put the dash if you want. You don't have to. Um, trustee, executor name, and uh, sign of nature. That's it. And put your right thumbprint right there. So if you're done bigger than that, then that's fine. So that is it. And everything I gave you all the codes, 31 USC, um, 3727. 31 USC. 3123 and 31 USC 5118. Like I did in the video, get those, memorize those, study those, meditate on those, and trust me, you will be a bad baby girl or a bad boy. Are you saying that is what we stand on? Are you saying A or H? Or I don't understand what you're saying. 31 USC 5118. 31 USC 5118? Yes. Okay. I thought I kept hearing A or H or something like that. No, I'm saying eight. I got eight last night, but it's the number eight. (laughs) All right, 5118. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to sign out. I'm going to say Shalawan to everybody. And yeah, Shalawan. That was drop some jewels tonight, King. All praises. Yeah. Hey, man, all good, man. Don't, please you know, don't sleep on it. I ain't going to sleep on it. I'm going to hit you up tomorrow, uh, Savion, and see so I can see you that stuff. All right. All right. All right, Shalom, Shalom, King. This is Marcel King, King CBI. You can call me after the, they get off the phone if you can, if you feel like it. Okay. May you live long and prosper. Thank you. All right. Anybody got any more questions? Yes. Hold on. The Queen had a question. Go ahead. Uh, yes, King. Um, I have seven through twelve. However, um. Are you in harmony with Sharon 1 through 6 so I can get that part as well? I'm sleepy now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One is bill and the contract. 
Two is the 1099A and 1099A approval letter that you're going to get from the online, 1099 online. Three is 1099 OID and 1096 filled out by hand. Four is 8281, the OID form. Five is the $21 money, negative money order. So negative 21, keep that in mind. Six is the affidavit of ownership slash certificate of entitlement. And seven is a copy of your silver registration and your uh, UCC registration that you filed when you uploaded the registration to it. So it shows that you're the owner of the silver. So you can't assign something you don't own. What was nine, King? Um, and eight is the UCC uh, two. That's the collateral ad for the bills and the 1099s and all the current stuff you're going to add. And nine is the UCC-3 assignment to the U.S. Treasury, making them the debtor. You mean the secretary of? Yes, secretary of. Yep. Okay. U.S. Treasury, uh, however, the Department of the Treasury, Secretary of. Because, you know, I think there's like two different names or, or maybe three. There's the Department of Treasury. There's the U.S. Treasury. Yeah, U.S. Department of the Treasury. They got they got different names. It don't matter still, you know, because it's, it's their, their address. There's only one at that address. <laughs> Which one are you using, the 1500? Yep, that's it. 1500. Now, this stuff is going to go out to two places. The IRS, whoever's on that 1099 OID, as in Utah, depending on where you live, and then you're going to send it to Washington. That's it. Commissioner Golden Silver said he sent it to the one that was on the form. Can you say that one more time? United States Treasury, 1500 Pennsylvania Avenue, Northwest, Washington, D.C., I think it's 2022 what? O? Might be. And then Argon, Utah, IRS. And the address is right there on the um the 8281 too and on the um 1090 1099 OID, so Address right in front of you. Hey, King Stevian, I didn't get the. I got the um, the the, the copy UCC um, filing documents you sent, but I didn't get the silver uh, UCC filing document. I've been sent you that. I have the other. I have the silver registration form, but I didn't get the that's silver. It. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. 
have a question. Um, could I do the, I guess, the fictitious name before the estate, claiming the estate? Say again? Can I do the um, fictitious name, which is the, I guess, the name when I'm claiming on the Sunday's website? Can I do that first before I claim the estate? You don't, you don't, you, well, are you talking about for the owner? Yeah. Mm. I mean, you can try it. Well, on Florida, no. I would say no because they're going to ask you, is it a corporation? And then they're going to ask for the, they do ask for the registration number. So if you're not registered in Florida, they're not going to let you register that, um, that name. They're not going to let you use that name. So you got to use a regular person. No, um, I guess my question is, um, you know how you said to uh, put your first and the middle name and then, I guess, the hyphen and then your last name? I'm saying, what right. I, could I do this before I claim my estate? Somebody had a bunch of noise in the back. So say that last part again, the very last part. So I was wondering if I could do that first, like correcting my name change uh, first with the SunViz and then going to the IRS website and claiming my estate. You can do your – so when you said correct your name, what do you mean? Which means um, how you were saying how you would put your first and then middle and then semicolon and then last name. Right. Um and then you will put it in the newspaper, and then you would have up, um, authenticate it. Could I do that mm-hmm. first before I claim my estate, or should I claim the estate first? While your stuff is being processed, yeah. Trust me, doing the, doing the assumed name and the common law copy, that's going to take a while anyway. Now, okay. once, you got it, once you got it submitted and you're waiting, yes, go ahead and move on and get the estate because it don't take your number by five minutes to get it. Okay. Thank you. Hey, can you tell me on the um, silver registration, it don't have the UCC file in there. I mean, um, template in here. It just has the, uh, the document with the barcode at the top. Well, on the civil registration, it doesn't say anything about the UCC. It don't supposed to. Yeah, I thought you. I thought you was walking through the step where help us fill it out. No, that's what people. Major, the UCC is only for the people who didn't done their seven steps. Okay. okay now, thanks. if yeah, this is why I say if you haven't got to the step seven yet. What you're going to do is go down to your county, local county office and you're going to file it, or, excuse me, register that silver and then use that number as your file because that will go, that's going to go in your UCC anyway when you get to step seven. But you need it recorded someplace by then. Okay, I'm in, I'm in Michigan right now, so I'm not in Arkansas to file it in, in account, on the county level. Well, you can file it in, file it in where you're at. As long as it's in one of their counties, it's still going to go back to the federal register. Info. 
18, um, you remember the, um, the joint you gave us, uh, like last year sometime with my, um, my UPC number? I can use that, um, if I decide to go ahead and do the, um, the money order and put the UPC number. Is that for the silver? Did you get mm-hmm. a silver barcode? You can't use any barcode. The no, barcodes are strictly barcode. for that document. No, I'm talking about the uh, the one you gave uh, a couple of us in the group last year. You remember? You what was the barcode? Uh, the UPC number. The um the one you registered on the site for me under my name. No, if it won for silver, you can't use it. No, that's the one I'm talking about. The silver? Yes, she gave me a, a hundred million joint. Okay, okay, yeah, that's the same one. Then, yeah, you can use that. Okay, but Good. do do you got that number? Yeah, I still got it. Oh no, I ain't never lose that number. No, I'm gonna hold on to that. <laughs> Yeah, no make sir. sure. Yeah, make sure. Make sure it's right now. Yeah, but you remember when I um said to you about how my name was up there, like just before you started saying about the hyphen, the semicolon, and how I had it. All right, it don't matter about that. It don't matter okay. about that one because that that the um the silver is going to be it's in it's in the straw man's name, but keep in mind. The security agreement is between the trust and the straw man, so the trust is going to take all the assets from the straw man. And that's what's going to make it be held in trust. Oh, well, you know, I'm still um, waiting on my thing to come from the newspaper, and I'm going to get with King Stefan about my book before I talk to King Damien, but I'm talking about, like, if I need to make some moves, like, right now, with it, since uh, I already got it, I'll be able to use that before I do my UCC, but um, I, I understand when you said all of that stuff, take it and record it, like all that whole packet where everything you just went over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I was asking. I just wanted to make sure. Since I haven't gotten to my UCC yet. Yeah. And I didn't okay. get to do the seven point five with putting the um the silver on the um on the other UCC yet. I got a question, King. With the D and If you um still got more questions, King Kershaw is good. County Krishan, King Krishan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm telling you, um, he was good. Yeah, definitely. Um, Shalom, King. Yo, King. Yeah, um, I had a. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I had a question with like the DMV. Like, how um, you said you can tell like if the registration was uh, accepted or hmm. uh, when you signed it. Like. I think you mentioned as a way that it was like a confirmation that. Um, oh, you're talking about assigning the 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 you're talking about signing the silver over to the treasury. Yes, like through the on the DMV. I think you said it was something you can you could search. Oh yeah, yeah, it should come up on the DMV as a uh, negotiable instrument. But all you gotta do is go over to the DMV under. Um, I think it would be under. 
Don's manager? Yeah, yeah, it'd be on the uh, Don's manager. Right. And then yeah, you I'm scroll down. You got to scroll up. And then she would be under there. You you look for that same UCC registration number, and if it's in that list, then they did it. It's in there. Okay, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was. But you're not going to be able to see it as a um a negotiable instrument unless you pay that I think that thirty dollar month fee. I don't know. I know King Omar said he saw his. Or they wrote him back and told him it was a negotiable instrument. Okay, got you. Yeah, so all right, I'll probably go through the county again with it just to like confirm it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, appreciate it. Oh yeah, hey King, you spoke the King of Omar or um, King Miswana yet? I start with King Omar. He got the same number. He got a different number now because I need to get in contact with him. You know he's a celebrity. He changes his number all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. This uh, this is Queen Oswana, and um, something's happening with his phone. So uh, we have to find out tomorrow. However, anyone who would like to get in contact with King Omar may email him. What's up, Miss MIA? How you doing? Oh, yeah, right. you've been missing. She's been running yeah, and Hey, sister, I texted you like a long time ago and I called you. I know you didn't recognize the 757 number, but that was me that called you if you seen me. She don't answer uh, numbers. She... Who, is, who is this? King Kishon. <laughs> okay. Uh... I was trying to... um. I was trying to get in contact with you. Uh, are you going to be available? Because I'm off today. And I was trying to go ahead and um, get you or your brother to register me as a bank so I can go ahead and try to get my friends my gems number because I really, really need that right now. Okay. Um, I mean, King Stevion, he got my number. Uh, he can forward it to you so you will have it. So when I called you, you'll know it's me because I know you don't answer numbers you don't know. If you just give me your number now, then... Um, I can, uh, okay. Something tomorrow. Okay. What um, she's saying is, what she's saying is, she's private. She's not calling. She's gonna do the calling. You can't call her. That's fine. <laughs> okay, my number seven five. Put it to you that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say it like I'm say like Oprah. You can't call. You can't call. And you can't call. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's seven five seven seven four nine three one five two. You know that crazy lady on the phone, she gonna call you. <laughs> okay, this is right, seven five seven seven four nine three one five two. Yes, sister. And your name? King Kishon. How do you spell it? Uh, K-R-Y-S-E-A-N. Okay. Thank you. All right, so, so I'll be uh, looking forward to speaking to you later on today. I'll be free so I can go ahead and get this stuff done. Yes. Uh, I really appreciate it. 
Is uh, King Tyrim on the line? Yes, sir. Just say that again. It's King Tyrim in Detroit. Are you on the line? I guess not. Yes, I am. <laughs> How you doing? Great. Yourself? I'm doing good. I was uh, calling out your name on the line to see when you and I want to go down there to the county so we can go in and follow these instruments. Um, whenever you got some free time, brother. And I'll and I come here. I'm sorry? Whenever you got some free time. Okay. Yeah, I just want to know if you're on the line since we um, – about, you know, a mile and a half or two miles from each other. So we had to kill two birds with one stone. So I wanted to see if you was online. So maybe uh, sometime this week or next week, we after we done perfect what we're going to do, you know, uh, we can go down there together. Okay. And um, that way we can be witnesses to what we're doing. Bet. All right, tenfold. I yield. I'm going to do a whole um, uh, uh, physical template for all these steps I'm doing this week. So by Friday, when we have Friday's meeting, I'll be able to email it out to everybody, see what it looked like. All right, let's peace, King. And uh, King, um, if if it's no uh, bother to you, uh, I never got the ten forty one template that you had. If you had it on the wall when the wall was still up, I never seen that oh, yeah. that there. Yeah, so um, if you get a chance tonight or tomorrow, can you email it so I can go ahead and um, do do my uh, taxes because I've been had my W two since this month and I was trying to go ahead and do it so I can go ahead and submit it. No. <laughs> too soon, can you too soon? <laughs> yeah, I got so you. He's gonna say he's sleepy now. Yeah, you know, that's the favorite line. Tell me, you know, I asked about this thing simply last Friday. You said you was going to send it out oh, to did? the people who asked for that. Okay. Yeah, remember we, our King Krishan, uh, Krishan asked about that last week, and I did too. Yeah. Okay, I got it right. Man, so much stuff been going on, man. I forgot I asked King for it. I remember asking him, but I forgot it was last week, though. Yeah, it was last week, and I was like, yeah, send it to me, too. Right. 
Hey, King, that uh, affidavit on the show, uh, certificate of entitlement, you need your fans and your gems. I'm on that too, right? I thought uh, I seen it. Is it on there? I ain't looking at it right now. I thought I had seen it because um. I King think Franchise that I forgot which one that was on. King Franchise has sent it to me. That's how I, um. I remember. Okay. It, I think it's supposed to have been out there. <laughs> And if you did a new notification of record, um, almost like the affidavit on the ship, I never seen it. And, like, I had sent my paperwork out, like, way before you had updated that you had did the international notification of record. Oh. That's the one I had uh, sent out. Because of the way they did the estate, you know, 
they um pretty much went back and saw the conflict, and so they start sending out. It, well, a couple of people that's happened, about three people that's happened to, they sent out letters telling them to file a 1040. One of the kings got it back, and they told him just to file the 1041 for those passages. That's the way they're supposed to come at you, not ask you to file a 1040. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, so they ask you to file a 1040. They either trying to trip you up or, or your um, estate number ain't no more good. Mm. And that's probably what, you know, she need to check and see to see if her state is good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I didn't know you could even get another estate number. All right. Of course, I had. Do you have any um, templates on how to do the estate taxes? Yes. You know, I've been gave that. I did that out a year ago. It's over. (laughs) No, but I know. I wasn't there then. <laughs> I think you gave it to the group that did this. You was with us. You was with us. I was not. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah, you was one of the ones sneaking in the group, not telling me you was in the group. You was in the background hiding. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. Um, yeah. Because remember, I had my I have my packet together for my um. I honestly thought I sent you that though. Who? Because Rachel had it. You said Rachel. Rachel had it. I know, she but she didn't heard. It. But I never heard. Of she said she did it, but she never got nothing back. I don't understand why she had to get something back. They either had the writer or something. She probably got no, them kept right, No, they wrote her and they kept saying 60 more days. Yeah. Didn't they do that to a couple of people? Mm. They always do that. They did that to me before they gave me my credit. Oh, how many times they wrote you 60 days? About, about twice. Oh, okay, yeah, she got it twice also, but... But, you know, I guess she's kind of giving up on the whole thing. That's why I said when you start, people start changing stuff, you're not going to get the same results. That's what I find out. People go in there and they start changing stuff around, thinking they're doing something bigger and better, and they mess the whole entire thing up. Mm -hmm. Then they come back, oh, it didn't work. It didn't work because you changed it. Yeah. Well, if you can find it tonight, please send me yours. What the ten the ten forty packet? The the packet for the estate, yeah, to do the estate filing for the taxes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had remember I had well, everything prepared to go out, but you know it's the same as the it's the ten forty one redemption packet. Oh, that's the name of it. Oh, I think I might have that. 
Yeah. You already have it. <laughs> I think I might have it, yeah. Oh, my, I remember seeing something like that. Yeah, but I did my estate. The way I did mine was I did it under the estate, but uh-huh. I used the social with one dash. Okay. All right. Maybe that's why you got it. Back. I forgot who had told me that, but that's how I did it. And it worked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, when you did your taxes, you used the social with one dash? Yes. He's talking about the estate taxes, not the regular. Um, yeah, yeah, not the regular, no. Because you put it, because what you do is you list in your social as what it is, either a trust or an estate. Mm. They told me five seven zero. Please mute. Can't you mute him? Yeah, give him a three warning. Hang him up. Oh, hey, can I give a quick testimony right quick? Because of the blood of nah, go ahead. <laughs> um I had went to I had went to Wawa and I had um asked the manager, I said, um I'm a um executive of an estate and I was like, Is y'all um EIN number different from all the other ones? And he was like, No. So I was like, um, well, I need your EIN number for um, for tax purposes, man, I have it. And he went right in the office and looked for it, and he gave it right to me without any resistance. Mm, give it to me. I need it. Because I approached him with respect and let him know who I was and what the purpose was, and it wasn't for nothing fraudulently. So that was a small victory for me, and I was happy. Congratulations. Thank you. That's good. That is good. I'll let you know we mm-hmm. started being positive and stand on it. It works out. Yeah, you right about that. Of course, we all going to get some resistance somewhere or the other, but some people, when you say things that they never heard before, but they know a little bit of what it is and what you asking for information for, they'll mm-hmm. give it to you. But you got to be respectful towards them and don't be, you know, disrespectful. No. You walk in there with your pants sagging like a thug on the street and you say, I need y'all EIN number, yo. <laughs> yeah, never yeah, do um, anything. And the um, 
the other guy that was working there, he was like, you're doing big things, ain't you? And I was like, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to. Yeah. So I could wait out with whenever the next call was, so I could say something about that. That's include that's included in the packet. This was the original. and got a new number uh, with Boost or when you first got Boost, um, did you get it in your all caps name or you got it under your King name? No, I had it under King Stevion. Oh, okay. Even when I was talking with the FCC, it was under King Stevion. So even the FCC know me. <laughs> 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 I wonder how that conversation went. Yeah, we kept going back and forth, and then all of a sudden, in the end, they came and said, "Well, we act as an immediate, uh, what do they call it, uh, intermediary." Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much they said, "Look like you're gonna have to take them to court." You can take them to court. You pay the five hundred something dollars, and I'm like, what? I'm like, ain't you the FCC? This is your job <laughs> to go after these people. I said, these people are some damn punks. <laughs> you got what the, the hell? I'm like, man. So you've been dragging me along all this while. These people going back and forth instead of just cracking the whip on these people, finding them for violating one of the FCC rules, you come back and tell me I got to take them. I got to take them to court. When they violated <laughs> y'all rules. But let that be one of us coppertones. Yeah, we'd have been in jail and everything else. Everything shut yep. down. You know it. <sighs> come on, man. We already know how this movie going to play out, man. 
cheese. <laughs> we all seen Scarface. We know what happened at the end. These people are unbelievable, right? What's your um, email is, um, Rashawn? Um, Royal Hyman. I mean, Chris okay. Um, Royal okay, Hyman. Okay. Yeah, man, let there have been one of us, man. They would have locked us up and threw away the key. And they want no bit, no. <laughs> Crazy thing. Yeah. What he happened? Also sent it as well. I didn't hear you. I, I asked, um, can you send me the packet as well, please? Okay. I sent you email via text. Mm-hmm. I thought I sent it already. Oh, another thing that I found out, King, um, I checked those um, so-called credit scores. So one was already like seven-something, right, and the other two was like six-something. I checked like maybe like almost the end of last week, and the other two then jumped up to 740-something and 730-something. So something something must be hitting. Let me, hear, let me get 100 of your points. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. That's for a dead man anyway. <laughs> oh, another thing. Okay, another thing. Um, like, for like Dun & Bradstreet, um, when... It says something up there about sending stuff to show that you've been paying like certain things on time. That that goes for like anything, even if my name like co-signed or something. Say that last part again. What is it? Um, I said like on Dun and Bad Street when this, um, when I was looking at this thing for like the the credit profile thing and it says mm-hmm. something about um like your Dun and Bradstreet credit going up if you um send them like copies of stuff that you then um like like a transcript or you paying certain things on time. I said Where did they that is? Is uh, that a, a service they were offering? They said that in a service they offering? Uh I think so or something like on the main screen like uh, like the stuff you said like if we wanted to have access to like the brother was talking about um, his silver thing and you said like paying that $30 a month that um, like it helped you be able to like be able to see more of like your profile up there 
Oh yeah, that just sound, that sounds like something they're uh, trying to sell. Well, you do be sending um like new copies of stuff that you you pay on time and stuff to help your stuff go up, right? No, that's up to the bill collector to do that. I forgot what they call that. Yeah, they call that the trade exchange. They didn't even approve mine. I'm like, how the heck you don't approve mine? And I, all I did was call. I ain't even, I ain't tell them no name, no nothing. And they come back and say, oh, we can't approve you. Really? Wow. Like, man, he pretty much got my number registered in their system or something. Somebody must be squealing, I'm telling you, because they know exactly what we was trying to do. It's too much yeah. ratting going on, man. It is. Group. It got to be. With that first group. <laughs> yeah, it had to be about the Dons. Hey, King Stevian, I was speaking about the Dons um, in Bradstreet. So um, I called them today to try to uh, get into my Dons uh, manager. And um, it kept pushing me back, and I realized something that I never thought about prior to when I attempted on last Friday to get into the Don's manager. Found out that every every person that they asked me um, to authenticate or to validate my identity has yep. nothing to do with my RCAP, nothing at all. Yeah, because so, that's how you know it's so, linked up. So, it's linked up to the straw man. So I was like, wait a minute. Somebody's been using my information because it's keep asking me the, some of the similar questions. And going back, it's like the questions are being recycled, you know. And I'm like, hmm, because it's asking me, okay, did you own a B&W at Colorado Street or something like um, um What's the name of the latest mall back in 19-something that you shopped at? I'm like, what? <laughs> and then they asked me a question, did you ever own a Volkswagen? Um, uh, what model is the BMW you, you own? Or stuff like, um, um, who is Mr. Gary or Mr. Gregory? You know, um, it's like I'm like, what? I'm like, don't apply, don't apply, don't apply, don't apply, don't apply, don't apply. I hit submit. When I hit submit, sorry, we can't validate or authenticate your identity. I said, okay. So I'm going to call them again tomorrow and tell them, there's something in your system that has nothing to do with validating my account because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, once you validate it, then they'll let you into the Dunn's manager. Right. right. Exactly. But they're saying with the personal information I gave them, you know, um, they cannot validate it. it. It has to be, it has to come from the system. So what I found out today when I spoke with the uh, Dunn's and Bradstreet agent, <clears throat> they just said, oh, yeah, Lexus Nexus called them. They have your information, and then um, we, we partner with them. I saw, okay, it's like call them and get verification with them. When I called LexisNexis and spoke with an agent, gave them my information, they said they can't find me. 
I gave them the address and everything. So I, they was like, well, we can't find you. Can't, you know. So here's the solution. Lexus Nexus says when we can authenticate you or validate your, uh, 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 I mean, once you prove your identity, uh, then we will report it from, you know, to the Downs and Bradstreet. I said, okay. And so for all of those who, who's on the line, if you're running through the same problem or issue that I'm running through, LexisNexis will be able to create what you call a validation, quote-unquote. But the only way they can validate you is if you send them a bank uh, account with, your, with the date, your name, and information on, like, the address and everything. You can blot out the account, you know what I'm saying? But it has to be going back to at least two months. So if you're going back like two months and it's in its own record in your account history, transaction history, they'll be able to validate, okay, um, we, we got you. So that's what I'm going to have to do with LexisNexis to, 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 for them to update my information. I yield. So so why did you go to LexisNexis if you were dealing with Duns and Bradstreet? Because Duns and Bradstreet will not validate your for you to get into your Duns manager. But so LexisNexis is going to get into it for you? No, no, no. See, they're getting that information, like the questions that they're asking from the Duns manager, they're getting all of that from Nexus Lexis. And Duns and Bradstreet told you that, or Lexus Nexus told you that? Duns and Bradstreet told me that. They the one told me, okay, if you can't get into your account, then we have to have information updating on your on your identity. They the one send information over to them. So, brother, let me ask you a question. You tried to log into your Duns and Bradstreet, and you ran into the problem. Yeah, yeah, he just went checking boxes saying no, 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 no. <laughs> you know you had one of them answers, right? You know no, you no, asked, did you have? They asked you, did you have a beat up green car? They asked, did you have a beat up Nova? That <laughs> and, and you checked no. <laughs> hey, but you want to know something? Yeah, yeah. Like, like when I had my bank account situation. Well, fidelity yeah, they asked you, did you eat Kellogg cornflakes for cereal? Are you still eating it after you know that the United States putting crap in the food? And you said no. <laughs> and they said, he's lying. <laughs> hey, what you want me to talk to Like, this dude, like, when I was trying to get my account, like, situated, like, the dude, he going to ask me about, like, I don't know how he, like, found anything about my mother's name and um, certain addresses that I used to live at and all of that. Like, I don't know where all those questions came from. Like, I never got asked no questions like that at Fidelity. Like we all, Lexus Nexus, like um, King Ezra was saying. Um, them kind of companies like that tracking information, I would assume you say. Right. So you think that's what it was with Fidelity too? Yeah, yeah how, and how in the world? Yeah, they're asking about the straw man, but if your king name is the owner, why are they asking stuff about, I guess because I guess it, it's a corporation. So 
Did you just yeah, answer? Remember, yeah, but you remember, like, I told you, like, I couldn't, like, donate to the site because of my account situation. And they was asking, like, all them odd questions, like, what does that have anything, like, my mother's name, old addresses and all that. Like, what does that have to do with my account? And I was the one that had a fraudulent situation happen with my account. You see what I'm saying? Y'all asking them type of questions. They, I think they're trying to confirm your identity. That's all. You don't end up locking you. This is why they play with them now. Yeah, was... They're trying to get you, trying to tie you back into the system. Exactly. Because when I was trying to uh, uh, get in my Dunn's manager, nothing that's relevant to me popped up. Like at the top, the first question and action, what is the first two digits or what, what is the digits between um, – uh, like your middle, the first uh, digits is between like the first three numbers and the last four numbers of your social security number. Well, here's See, the first thing. of all, you never had the problem up. because you never, you never gave them a social when you signed up for the Duns. Right. So I told them that, and I was like, this doesn't apply to me. You know, I never owned a boat. Uh, or yacht out in um, some straight city in Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well, oh, you know, I never, what? Uh, you know what? Listen, it makes sense. Somebody they was using you when you moved from Arkansas. That proves that they were using your identity because you didn't have your assumed name. So anybody could right. use your information. This is one of the reasons why you got to go back to your birth state and file your assumed name. Yeah, you got a whole hey, you got a whole yacht out there waiting on you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I got some waiting because you was gone. Because because uh, with uh, when King Stephon said uh, last week, and I and um, I told him when I for the revenue on there, I was I was shocked. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hmm, BMW, um, Volkswagen a couple of years ago. A Mercedes Benz. Um, I should have screenshot and sent it to everyone. A Mercedes Benz, like some bad car. Like, did you? Ha, ha, what year did you own this car? I'm like, what? You know? Um, wow. Did you work for Microsoft? Or did you work for Microsoft? Or questions like like this elite, elite stuff. Not no. Like crumbs on, off the table where a dog can lick off the yeah, floor. Somebody tapped mm-hmm. into your straw man, bro. Somebody tapped into your straw man. Yeah. The judge probably the judge riding yeah. around in that beamer. I'm about to claim all of that back because when I went over to Nexus Lexus, that proves that they, it actually proves that excuse me, I got a clean slate on their end, but they're not looking at the credit because at the at the end of the day, I'm giving them information of my all caps name. And they're saying, okay, well, um, they didn't pull anything up in Arkansas. They couldn't pull up anything. Lisa, well, I'm sorry. This is how I want you to do. This is what I want you to do, X, Y, Z. 
So I said, okay, all right. I I open up a bank account in the um, you know, in my in my name. You know, she said, well, that's the only way we can approve you is to open up a bank account in that name. I said, okay. And they said we we only we only report information to the Dunn's Bradstreet if we can validate your company or your name. I was like, wow. And that kind of proves it because I think it was about a week ago or two weeks ago, all of us was who's on the line now, some of us anyway, we found out that Nexus Lexus has merged with the Johnson Bryant Street, and I never knew that. So are you taking are you telling me amigos that they got married? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they started sleeping in the same bed because they won't let me in and um, they did it to King Deshaun too. Yeah, and if y'all went back to y'all was they both in y'all birth state for that? Y'all guns in y'all birth state, right? Yeah, um, my guns is too. Wow, man. Yeah, my guns uh, is in my birthday. Well, that's like I was Everything saying. I'm doing. Well, that goes that goes back to what I was saying. That just proves what 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 is um being said. Where they they show you lost at sea, and especially if you to move to another state, they taking over your state. Somebody doing it. Yeah. Now you see why you got to go back home. That proves it right there. Cause I seen the same thing on something I did one time, and it was asking me questions. Oh, we can't verify your identity. I'm like what? Okay, and like last year, sometimes somebody had sent me something uh, about like like some money or something, like for like. Something, yeah, I got to find me and, uh, and I screenshot, um, take a picture and send it to you, but somebody sent me something about money and as far as my um, business and, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, whoa. And then when I went and checked my P.O. box, um, the UPS had sent me, like, two levels about to change your address stuff, and I had to change your addresses last year. Like I did one for the Russian school, um, the Secretary of State, and something else. I know I did like three different things for the change your address, and I'm just now getting them recently. And I don't know why they waited so late to send that stuff. Wow. Hmm. And I had to change the addresses, like, between, matter of fact, it was the summertime when I had did it. And that was, like, last year, man. Yeah, it was before, um, before the summer had ended. It takes that long for this stuff to get in the system, King 71. 
They come out really fast. Um, usually when you send them out to my um, experience, wouldn't be. You know, dumb, I can't hear you. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be that long. Usually when you send them out, um, experience it came back. Um, you know, say within a few weeks or so. Nothing that was like months month. ago. Like like I said, like last year, months ago, when it was still hot before the summer ended, I did all of them address changes. And they're just now sending that stuff back. Uh, it's rather odd. I mean, if you hadn't received nothing for what you sent out, but um, my stuff kind of specified whatever you know, it was related to what I had sent out. I mean, hey, I did what King um, said to do for us change your addresses and all of that. And I thought all this stuff was done. I wasn't expecting to get nothing back. I won't looking forward to getting correspondence back about it after I had uh, submitted it. And I had the, the, you know, the things that they have in the post office. Those are ones that I have filled out. I didn't do the, the 8822s or anything because I didn't know nothing about that when I did it around that time. I know it was like a uh, 3575 or something, something like that. But it changed the address. I, I know about that, but not that it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess this stuff finally hit the system or something. And that's why they're now sending it out. I mean, so if the stuff done, that's a good thing. So hopefully all the stuff in the flat be. Everyone. Yo. Oh, I thought you had got off, man. something to you um, about my soon name. I did it in the lowercase and did it with the hyphen and semicolon and my family name uh, and all of that. You told me that was good though, right? Not in, not if that's the, the soon name itself. No. 
No, that's not for the all caps. That's um was for like the um like, for the owner. Yeah. Yep. So that's well, like, you did that with the state, that's with the state or that's with the the county. The oh, state gotta so be nice. with the king name. No, the state gotta be with the king name. And the county gotta be like that with the first hyphen, middle, semicolon, last. Oh man. I know I had sent you a picture of it, and I had asked you, was it good? And I think you responded back and told me yes. I must was half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only paid $10 um, when I first got it. So if I got to do another one, um, what I have, I'm going to have to go on the site and find a... Um, the form to like correct it, like you told the sister to do. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. But see, I went to the court to do something like last year or the year before that, and asked them um, about the DBA or something like that. The court they didn't know what I was talking about. Wait, you gotta go. You went to the county. Yeah, I went to the courthouse in the city where I live at. You can't just go to the courthouse. You gotta go to the county. They might use a different name too. Was a assumed name or fictitious? I had that challenge trying to figure out the right um, thing to ask for. Well, I got my fictitious name certificate um, thing from the Secretary of State, but I was trying to do something like how King was telling us to do, and I had asked them about that, and they didn't know what I was talking about in the court. And they had directed me to the right floor why I needed to go at to go do that and they still didn't know what I was talking about. Probably have to call. Okay. And that ten forty template out yet. Which template? 1041. You already sent it out. You didn't say you wanted it. You got to give me a text or email saying you want it. Oh, okay. Now I got my computer froze up. I had it once. I lost it. I just... You didn't want no money. That's all that was. What would I do with it? So King for your uh, for your for your verification on your dozen and bread, how did you have to call them to to set that up? Because I'm locked out also, but I don't even they don't even give me an option to verify no information. 
I'm just locked up. So I'm thinking I got to call him or something. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I haven't got locked out. Um, I'm going to call them again tomorrow because I think they only give you, like, three to four times to submit um, before you have to wait maybe, like, 24 hours to to try again. So what I'm going to do tomorrow is I'm going to get them a call um, when I get up, well, today, when I get them a call this morning, I'm going to um, let them know that I've, I've done everything and, hey, um, someone's been using my information because none of this information applies to me, the living man, and that they need to correct it in their system and bring information, a uh, question that's, that I can validate. So they can't do that, then there's something going on with the GS1 system because that's not me. They don't even give me information to validate. Really? This King Dushan. King Dushan, when you log into your Duns and Bradstreet, or when you when you are attempting to go Bradstreet, what information are you holding into the Duns and uh, Bradstreet uh, account manager when you when you logging in? Because everything everything that they're going to ask you to log in is the information that's supposed to already be on file that you already logged in. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting this... I can't even get in my Duns manager. It just says, uh, can't be verified. And I'm putting in the same information that I use every other time when it comes down to the straw man. Okay, because I'm, I'm going to get with you later to figure that out because I hear what you're saying, and I keep going over it in my head and looking at the dance manager for how I do it, and I'm not understanding where you're missing it at. Now, King Ezra, when you are logging into your dance in Bradstreet and they're giving you all of this information that doesn't apply to you, when you call them, Ask them where they're getting this information from as far as their validation questions and what information do they have on file in regards to your name and your profile because that's going to narrow it down as to where they're drawing their information from to validate your identity to make sure that they're validating your identity and not someone else's identity that's using your identity. You see what I'm saying? Tenfold, tenfold. Yeah. Questions that you're asking Duns and Bradstreet, are you asking them their validating questions as to where they get their information from? You see what I'm saying? Instead of them asking you all the validating questions, you need to ask them, in my opinion, you need to ask them where are they getting their information from to ask you the validating questions. It seems like they're getting okay. information somewhere else, and the somewhere else that they're getting it from does not apply to you. So where are they drawing their information from? Ask you to validate. Okay. Okay. I think they're trying to tie okay. to a social security number or something like that. They're trying. To, that's the only thing that can, in reality, somewhere. that's the only thing that can really uh, make a bank account. 
you know, for a majority of people that's doing banking. Right, but for your yo yo situation, King Dusan, um, just getting into your dance manager alone is 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 where I'm 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 drawing a question mark at your situation. Now, King Ezra can mm-hmm. get in his manager, but he they're asking him uh, I validate the <laughs> question. You see what I'm saying? So they get the information from can, somewhere. Can you log in after a certain time? You say one more time. Yeah, can you log in to the Duns anytime? Can I log into the Duns? Or can the Duns manager can do that anytime? Uh, yeah, Duns and Bradstreet open twenty four hours till Friday at four or seven o'clock, I believe. So on the weekend, you can't get in to your Duns manager. It's locked out. They update their system on the weekend till Monday morning at seven. Okay, because I was looking, man, it had me looking at the screen for 30 minutes. It was loading. <laughs> it was the weekend. You was like, doing man, I don't think I'm going to get in today. Oh, no, sir. It was just doing it right now, actually. But, you know, I noticed just loaded sometimes. And it'd be on the weekend, I should be thinking to myself, like, maybe they're not open. That's why I can't get in. Yeah, they're not operating on the weekend from set, uh, uh, Friday night to so 7 and Monday morning. Did they update their system during the week uh, days? But yeah, I'm gonna get with you later on that to figure out what it is that y'all doing on that Dungeon Bradstreet because it's it's drawing questions in my mind as to uh, what y'all doing. And, and again, if I can't see it, then I really don't know. But if I can see what y'all doing, I can better be able to assist you because again, for Ezra's situation is totally different. They're asking him questions that don't apply to him. For your situation, you, just your uh, information that you log in with alone is where I, I see the issue at with yours. Yeah, we can we can. Uh, yeah, someone someone sure. out here, um, some corporate crackhead or some, somebody that used my information for years, and I'm just now seeing it. Um, <laughs> trying to authenticate my account because they're asking a lot of questions that don't pertain to me. And I know at least two out of the whole thing. Why would they even ask me for my Social Security number? Well, see, that's what I'm saying, King Ezra. Um, when you talk to your Dunn's rep, you're going to be asking them validating questions as to where they're getting their information from. You're going to pry into them. It's them prying into you for you to answer, apply to you. You're going to reverse the situation and ask them how are they getting their validation questions, validating questions and what they base they drawing this information from and certain things like that. You're not gonna get them nothing for your information. You see what I'm saying? You're gonna ask them is it the validation of where they draw their isn't is Nexus Lexus with your uh, social security credit or something like that. That's the thing. I'm listening to the call and, and, and King Ezra is mentioning things about Nexus Lexus. I have no idea what because if you go on Nexus Lexus to block your credit, uh, to block your credit score, to block your credit or whatever, you can put a hold on your credit on your social security, which uh, from your social security number, and you do that through Nexus Lexus. So they're getting their validated questions from a, from relative social security numbers or something in the same area, or maybe just old straw man social. I think they probably got me mixed up with the person who is maybe trying to use the same 
a straw man's name because none of the information, especially at the top when you're dealing with the Social Security number, they're not asking anything relevant to my Social Security number. And if they did, I think I would be in the dance manager way before now. But, but help me out with a little bit of information. What is Nexus? Nexus, we don't hear you. What is? What is Nexus Lexus? Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's the car. That's the car I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just making sure. That's like a credit, some kind of, some kind of, that's a credit company. They deal with identity. Okay. Right. So how does that type <laughs> that was a that was another company I forgot that uh, was partnered with the Duns and Bradstreet, and uh, I just found out about uh, three weeks ago that Nexus Lexus ne- Nexus Lexus are now um, partners with the Duns and Bradstreet for I guess for credit purposes and validation or authentication. But there's a that that's one of the um credit companies out there. You don't really see them on your normal credit file, personal credit file or uh credit history. They're like the the four. There's like I think there's multiple other credit companies that they really don't report on the regular on our regular uh, credit report. So, you know, we we always hear about the you know, the, the three major credit bureaus, you know, Equifax, TransUnion and Experian. We we rarely hear about Nexus Lexus. They the one do a lot of investigation uh, or a lot of research on the background of your information. That's the company we're talking about tonight, Nexus Lexus. Okay. In fact, in fact, they're more powerful. They're more powerful than 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 the three credit bureaus. Understood. Again, they can pull up information where the other three credit pools can't pull up, won't be able to pull up. Nexus, Lexus, yeah, they really deal with the federal government for real. Understood, King. I was understand all of that. When you call back guns and press, you need to politely ask them the verifying questions. They're getting their information from that they're asking you to validate. Okay, put it, put it like this. They're asking you if you owned Mercedes and other different vehicles. Okay? Now, that's understood that they're asking you if you own these things, but where are they getting this information from? You own these things. You see what I'm saying? Gen 4. Right, you need to ask them where are they getting this information to even ask me if I own these things because that means you all have a different source of information. You all have something else in y'all database that's attaching to me, and I need to know where y'all getting that information from because if you're asking me if I owned it, y'all have no idea who I am. Somebody gave them the information. That's how they got it. 
right. Your blood, your blood, your blood, your blood, that is exactly what I'm thinking, uh, Krishan. I mean, King Krishan. Because somebody sold, somebody sold them your information, yo. Okay, so you have a right to bloodhound where they get made information from. You are in control of that account. They're asking you validation, validation that don't have nothing to do with you. Okay, you get, for example, for example, you get locked up and you sitting in in the, in, the, in the interrogation chamber. They come with a big ass Manila envelope. They slam that on the table. They fold it open. Everything that you lay your eyes on in that envelope has shit to do with you. But they ask you, have you been this place? Have you been there? We know you did this. We know you did that. How the hell are you gonna validate that information without Somebody asking questions as to where y'all get that from? You understand? You just can't sit there and validate something that don't belong to you. You have to now investigate where they get that information because they're trying to apply it to you. You understand? You, you tempo there? Tempo, tempo, tempo. Hey, because I don't want to be out there by myself while y'all is because y'all got me confused now. I got a question in my head as to how y'all doing what y'all doing. Yeah. How they doing with that? You got to ask questions like that. You got to. I think it's like almost like a QR code in a sense where if the information matches up, they'll let them through the authentication process. Like you know, overall, because they, they, they. I mean, did they ask? My question is now: Did they ask any of the kings and the queens on this line for their social security number or two digits out of their social security number? Negative king. Who? Negative king. Who? I haven't even had no contact with them. I've done. I've done. No, 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 uh-oh. Okay, King Ezra. Remember, I was going through my Duns and Bradstreet process, and I told y'all, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone talking to them, and they was, uh, and, and um, I went through the verification process to get into my Duns manager. Bro, they asked me, did my uncle stay in South Dakota? They asked me if I stayed in Georgia. They asked me if I owned a damn blue savvy citation for my first for all this other stuff. Some of these things is actually correct. Some of them had nothing to do with me. You see what I'm saying? But I knew the validating questions they would they was asking me if they did apply to me, I knew they knew me. You see what I'm saying? Now for your situation, they asking you about BMWs and uh, um um uh, Mercedes Benzes and all this crap that they talking about Brother, you got to question these people and ask them where they're getting this information from because they're trying to validate your identity. That means something that they're asking, where the things that they're asking you, if they don't apply to you, brother, they had to get it from somewhere if they're trying to attach it to you. Yep. And they're not letting you in that system until you validate these things that's supposed to be you. Now, what if you said, yeah, I owned the Mercedes-Benz and I did own that BMW and I did own the they would have came looking for their money. <laughs> exactly. 
So that's what I mean about now it's time for you to do your bloodhound investigation with these Duns and Bradstreet people talking to your Duns manager and get on their ass about where y'all getting this information from that y'all think apply to me. I need to know where y'all get this information from, what database. Damn that Lexus, Lexus. You feel me? You go directly at Duns and Bradstreet because you're in their portal trying to get validation. Let Nexus Lexus ain't got shit to do with Duns and Bradstreet when it comes down to verifying that information. They know who you are. Now, obviously, they don't know who you are. They're trying to attach information that don't belong to you in your verification step process. Something that's right. So again, time you call Duns and Bradstreet, you speak to their representative, you're doing the investigation. Nothing else. You're doing investigation as to where they're getting their information from to validate your information. And you you want the answers. Mm -hmm. You got a right to know. You got a right to know. And put a four-year request on that. Shout out King Mike. That's right. You put a four-year request on that because this ain't no bullshit we're playing with, King. You all play up the way. Yeah, I know. Somebody stole your identity to have that stuff in there. Yeah, um, that when I looked at, um, I was going to take a screenshot and send it to you, uh, King Stevy, on the day, because uh, I was trying to get 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 into the Duns Manager so you can go ahead and do what you do. But um, um, I was like, man, BMW and um, Bolt. Um, I mean, like this rich kind of life kind of stuff, like wealth. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Uh, a lifestyle, rich lifestyle, and um, I'm like, huh? What? Um, working at the Marty. I'm sorry. Okay, King. Follow I, 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 I wish I had, yes. hey, if I wish I had a thought, I wouldn't be on this phone probably, right? <laughs> so <laughs> you got a hot, you got a yacht, you got to um hold out on, you know. Let us know, man. I thought we were King. We were closer than that. I think I really think. King yes. Yes, King. Okay. <clears throat> Again, they 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 are asking you information that you that they want you to validate if this true. And again, they're using different items of a high caliber lifestyle. Correct. That means that I concur. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's my question. What name did you log in under Duns and Bradstreet? Just for my clarification, so I see, because again, I'm I'm sitting in the dark right now, my eyes closed, listening to the call. So I'm I'm imagining what you logging in while I'm listening to you. What name did you use when you log into Duns and Bradstreet? My owner name. All right, King. Eleven man. Use when you log into Duns and Bradstreet. Yeah, when you put your when you put the the email in, when you put your email in, like when you're logging in, you put your email and your password in, you're automatically in your account. 
So when you're in your account, you have your company on details. King, did you use your uh, 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 government name? Did you did you use Styles? Did you use King Akmadi? What name did you use when you lost? No, 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 no. no, no. You must be using the king name. I used my. I haven't got that far yet to get into the dance manager to do that because over the phone they call me by my living name. So I didn't give them the king's name yet because I have not. uh, I can't get into the dance manager to do that. Can verify that. Do you think uh, you changing your name got something to do with the verification? I'm trying to log. I'm, I'm trying no. to put that. Like I said, I'm, I'm imagining what he's logging into the system, just sitting here listening to it. Now, it also yeah. depends on when you get when you get into when you get into your dance account after you put your your uh, your email in and your password. When you log into your account, the first thing I do, I don't even go to Credit Signal, right? I go straight to the dance manager. When I go to the Downs manager, I update it, you know, put in information where to pull up, you know. Actually, in the upper right corner, it asks you to update your information. When I click up the update information, it pops up a window. When it pops up a window, it gives you uh, your first and last name and email. I don't click that. I go, I go right down there near the bottom and hit sign in. When I hit sign in, boom. It wants to take me into the Duns Manager portal. When it when it does that, because I haven't authenticated the account or validate my information, it pops up. Put your first name and last name, home address, the whole you know biometrics. So then I do what, all of that. What, I hit submit. I then take me to the questionnaires. What name do you use right there in that in that qualifying uh, area right there? What name do you use to log in right there? I use my living man. King. <laughs> what name do you use to log in right there, King? My living man. My living in lower, uh, upper lowercase uh, uh, of my living man. My name. My birth name. Hold on, hold on. Got it. Got it. Is that the same information that you created the profile with? Yes, of course. Okay. Now, if that's the same name that you created the profile with, and you you put that information back into the system to validate your account, the questions that you that they ask you in the does that anything to do with that name again i'm gonna say no okay next time we next time you call duns and bradstreet you're going to do your investigation as to where they're getting this information from because again if you if you if you created your profile correctly and you're loading your information in there when they want you to validate your account, but then they're asking you questions that have nothing to do with, with that account, that on that account, or anything that's attached to the name on the account. You need to you need to ask them the uh, probing questions as to where they're getting this information from, because obviously they have information that does not apply to you trying to validate your account. 
That's the only thing. Right. That I well, I, I know if, if if the information you put on uh, when they ask you for your first and last name, when you hit sign in and you hit, and you put your first and last name on there, and then you put your biometrics in there, right? It automatically uh, uh, um, the system says, "Okay, now it's time for us to validate you, your identity." So I am putting the right information in there. Now, what comes next regarding the questionnaires, again, I put the information in there correctly. Okay, they said, okay, oh, we got the information next. Now answer these questions. It doesn't apply to me. It's all this action is all this expensive stuff that someone had owned. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, okay. listen, let me, let, me tell you what, let me tell you what it is, man. Cause I've been sitting in this courtroom going back and forth. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what it is, Ezra, is you're really rich and you're not telling the boys that you got all these assets. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure it out, man. <laughs> we, we, we close, man. I ain't going to tell you. Listen, listen, listen. Bro, unless somebody have really stole your identity, that's what's going on. Because honestly, like he's saying, I, honestly, I'll be digging in there behind trying to find out where y'all getting this information from. Because all the things they're naming, somebody have got in your name. Yep, you sure have. That's identity stuff. Yes, and you need to We're gonna find down. out where that y'all You <laughs> left your birth city, you was lost at sea, and they said, well, he's lost at sea, so we're going to go ahead and take over it. Now y'all yep. see the importance of why you got to go back to your birth state. Because look at this. Remember when um when uh who was it? Was it Donald Trump? When Donald Trump was going in office, they had people that were dead still voting. <laughs> y'all didn't hear about that? They had dead uh-uh. people that were voting. Had their votes were showing up and they were dead. It's so the state is controlling yeah, this. is why you got to hit them. Yeah, hitting them with the affidavit of ownership and stop they behind. Hey, back going to Minnesota getting these assumed names. And while you're in Minnesota getting assumed names, then your birth state, you driving around in Mercedes. <laughs> Damn, my living there. That joke in Minnesota. He don't know nothing about this over here. That's right. <laughs> so, King Stevion, um, while I'm being stuck on the Duns and Brass Street, will it be will it be okay for me to go on, go in here and send off the affidavit ownership certificate entitlement? Yes, yes. Have you did your address change from your um your um birthday? Well, like from the secretary, um, the, the vital statistics. You got to do an address change from the hospital, old hospital. Vital statistics, uh, the health department, wherever they filed the um, the birth certificate at, mm-hmm. and from the county, and from the county. Because mm-hmm. I don't know well, if you I heard the that story from the dude on Facebook that said that they had milk a check. He did an address change, and then. We did the address change. They accidentally mailed him a check that's supposed to be going to the courthouse. Mm-hmm. 
do an address change at, at the courthouse, too. I know I was forgetting something. Be some dirty behind people, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe they got it mixed up, too, King Stevion, because my... my uh, Father had the same. I have the same identical name as my as my father. But see, they only gonna put up stuff. Well, they do pull up some recent stuff, but they do pull up a lot of old stuff too. So did your did your father have a have a BMW? No, but he was in the military. And at the time, um, at the time, um, my mom conceived me. I don't know anything about all of that stuff, but what I do know is that I was born, but I was raised in in Michigan. So uh, I don't know how long they were in Arkansas before. You know what I'm saying? They migrated. You know, yada yada yada. So that's all I know. You might want to ask your mom and start getting some answers because. Yeah, honestly, that's yeah. scary stuff right there, bro. Because now, listen, I don't know if y'all didn't heard when you get the master file from the IRS, they have all kinds of stuff in there on you. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't committed this crime, you didn't did stuff you ain't never done before. It locked in, and you know why they do it? Because with every crime comes a bond, an insured case. And so now they can create bonds on you. Dirty. They dirty. They know they dirty. She just pitching me off one more. Tell you how you like a traffickers and all of that enemy to the yeah. Street. Matter of fact, um, I was watching this one video like maybe a year or two ago, and somebody in one of the groups up there said that. They had them down as a drug trafficker and all of this stuff, like in another country across seas and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So believe well, me. My that. whole thing is, my whole thing is, okay, if the secretary, when the secretary of state, uh, uh, when I was applying for my fictitious name on the state level, and I and I mentioned to everyone before, like a month ago, they was like, "Yeah, we're going to run it, you know, run your name or whatever." And it came back clear. So if the state level says that the fictitious name is good to go, and then I got it authenticated on the state level before I sent it off on the federal level to get authenticated, they came back with the full faith and credit as well. So how is it that Duns and Brass is seeing something different? Because something is not making sense to me. Because if the state says, oh, yeah, they already told me we're going to run your name, we're going to run this name on the, not only on the state level, on the federal level. I'll never forget it. That was, that was, that was while, um, that was, uh, let's see, that was after I had got my, uh, birth, my certificate of live birth authenticated on the state level, but it had came back from the federal level being authenticated with the full faith and credit. So why is Duns and Bradstreet tripping? Because if I was a felon or if I had issues or owe people debts like that or own all these nice cars and boats and houses and stuff, 
it would make sense like, okay, well, we can't give you a Don's number because you owe all this debt. But the state not says, stop you from, oh, you. They're not going to stop you from getting a Don's number if you owe debt. It's just going to reveal the debt on the um on the Duns and Bradstreet. Something is not adding up. Because if you don't have no debt over there, they still should at least have some of your creditors over there when you go look at the creditors. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know, man. That's fishy. Yeah, that's the first time I done heard that one, too. I smell a rat. (laughs) (laughs) And they're driving your BMW. (laughs) Did they say on Lexus Nexus what color it was? (laughs) Now, you know, they ask ask that question. Do you own a blue Mercedes (laughs) Benz? I think, hey, I think we're they going be all on. Detail with it too. That'd be crazy. They be so detailed. Did you have an Astro van with a den in the back? Did you get in a car wreck? How <laughs> <laughs> the hell they know this? That's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's something. It's something going on with my estate. I was like, okay, so Lexus Nexus can't pull me up. Something's. It's not them being. It has to be done in Bradstreet issue. Because Lexus, yeah, Lexus yeah. is going to tell you the truth. They're yeah, going to be like, yeah, we know, know who you are. Yeah, and now you know that the Duns and Bradstreet, like when you first sign up, that's why I tell you always put a dollar. Because they go, they're connected to different agencies, the Treasury, the IRS, and that's how they get your, your um, income up. They know if you claim your birth certificate, all of that. Asking crazy questions. I don't come did you get food? Did you get food stamps in 2014? <laughs> no, I ain't got that. I just got nothing but expensive stuff on there. That's crazy. Not impending all expensive. God damn, boy! I'm I, tell you, I'll be on the tomorrow when I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna do. It. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna follow our King Shimshan, um example, and I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I mean, in the morning, because we 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 need some answers. I need some answers. Don't worry. I'm gonna get out of this step right here. Yeah, that situation dead ass is, King. When they ask you stuff like that, it don't apply to you, and they are locking you out your account for verification. Oh, that's that mm-hmm. ass, Well, You got to find out what that is, man. Boy, and I be doing yep. 299 A's and everything on that stuff. Oh, and they've been they been calling us criminals all these years, but we got the biggest hoops and loops. Hoops and loops just to get some shit lawfully done, you know? Mm-hmm. I think what it me personally. 
they don't want me to, they don't want me to tap into my estate. I think that's what's going on. Either that or somebody has already tapped into your estate. Yeah, that could be that too. It's crazy. I hope you get the mess great, King. Interesting. Um, you are right? Like this? Yeah, because this is crazy, yo. Like they, they like pulling all the stuff out. Scary. Yeah. Damn scary. That's that me. Boy, I be doing a forty report so quick. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's why. Uh, okay. Shimshon was like, find out where they getting their information from. You know. Yeah, because somebody either is identity theft or somebody sold your information or somebody then tapped somewhere and got something and then put stuff in your name and they living it up and you don't know about this stuff. Hey, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Have they ever asked you these crazy questions on something else before? No, I kid you not. Okay. Even uh, when I used even when I used to dispute uh, some things on my court, those things never, never so, so uh, passed up. That means because of your address, that ties it into your address already. That new address, that address in uh, your birth state, that's what didn't happen. Because you went back home, and now you find out somebody using your identity because you was lost at sea. So somebody faking like they were you. Wow. Wow. That proves it right there because wow. it never happened before until you got this Dungeon Bradstreet. Right, because I never, I never like on my credit report, I don't have uh, all these delinquencies and all this, you know, this car, this car, uh, lived at this address. I mean, time I like, I mean, when I research this stuff, I'm like, whoa, nice house, you know? Um <laughs> Did you ever stop at this mall, you know, like they give the name of the mall, you know? I'm going to the mall, I'm like, expensive, what? You know, um, cars, mostly it's like cars, expensive cars. There's no, it's never Volkswagen, there's never it's Escort, uh, it's never like a Lexus truck or anything like that. We're talking yeah, about expensive. Something like that. You know what? It's all coming out now. It's all coming out now. You went to Africa to be king of Zimbabwe or whatever, and you came back over here with your expensive taste. That's what it is. <laughs> then I, never, I figured it out. Magnum P.I. He figured it out already. <laughs> coming to America, Israel. <laughs> well, I did live in Africa for two years. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, all right. <laughs> man, that's scary, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh at y'all, but that's scary at the same time, man. This is really scary. Yeah, because yeah, it's very. You don't scary. know. You don't know. You don't know who this person that took out 
you know, alone on, and you you come back to your home city, and you you met there with a gun in your face, right there. Where's my hundred grand? Mm-hmm. Right. Mhm. 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 Yeah, I'm thinking. If I'm thinking from what it looks like, um, it could have been like over one point five or two point something million dollars over the over the course of my existence. That really? um, that probably like someone has been using. I mean, tapped into my estate and been and been enjoying themselves. Bankruptcy, basically. Yeah, they probably did because I know on my Jones and Bradstreet, when I see the revenue now, I'm like, well, no, I should own more than that. I mean, when I looked at my own Jones and Bradstreet, mine said like all uh, over like sixty thousand. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. Did, it, did I told you see you. it move? Was it that before? Uh, was it like that before? Or it just it went up? What? Uh, when I had checked oh, no, it, like, it probably been like that. Because, like, the place where I get my label to, like, in my position, and, uh, like, Twenty something thousand a year, and when I had looked at Dunn and Bradstreet and it said sixty thousand, I was like, "Damn, that's like almost three times what I make a year." Hmm. Nonetheless. Because, like, I've been where I'm at for, like, four years, but that still don't, like, reflect totally. Like, if I've been somewhere for four years, that should be, like, uh, like 90, almost 100 grand. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, Well, it only supposed to be for one year. It's only doing it for one year. Yeah, I know. But... Like I said, for four years, almost a hundred grand and sixty in one year, and I don't even make that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's way above what I make in a year. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Did you do your affidavit of ownership? Yeah. Okay, well there it is. Look at your affidavit of ownership. Should line up somewhere. You start doing the adding and subtracting from your regular wages. Man, this is the greatest Ponzi scheme ever, man. Here it is. I was talking with one of the kings today about, um, you know, how uh, the banks work, the whole thing, and figure the whole entire system out, what they're doing. And, it, yep, you're absolutely right. It is a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> they, they, okay, they, what they do is, since we don't claim, what we're supposed to do is what I showed you all tonight. Turn the bills into the treasury, 
exchange it for our, our foreign money, because we're the ones that still supposed to have the gold and silver anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around and pay the bills for us. But when they get the 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 contract and the oh. promissory notes, they create the bonds. Okay, so once they create the bonds, the bonds are only created for the banks to invest in. That's why if you know anybody who ever um, uh, got into their account with the uh, Treasury Direct, they'll give you these QCIP numbers so that way you can go invest in because the Federal Reserve gives you the money. That's what they do at the bank. The Federal Reserve gives them the money, and they tell them what bonds to invest in. That's why the court cases are created. So so what they do is instead of us claiming it, they start claiming the bills, the the like Sprint, T-Mobile, all them. And they do it on our behalf. You see what I'm saying? And so then you got it. That stuff deals with the interest rate. Then they go do loans <laughs> with that money. And then they fractionalize the loans, the deposits from the loans, from the, the customer they gave them to. And they do it all over again. And they sell the bonds off to, and auction them off, you know, to foreign companies, mm-hmm. a country. Like, for instance, like, um, Somebody else I was talking to the um the queen that said something about her house, like um one uh, a sister that I know that be helping me like with my paperwork like far as me like printing it out and everything. She told me like when she had a situation with her truck and she was trying to get the title and all of that. She told me that when she called on. They told her they didn't have the title there. And I told her, I said, everything that you signed, all your original paperwork, they sold your stuff off to somebody else. They don't have your original paperwork. They're going to give you a copy, but they're going to stew you for a while until they get it for them to give you the copy. And I told her, I said, you need to get, the original documents. You need to tell them you need to get everything that you signed instead of getting copies. And then when she told me, they told her they didn't have it. I said, no, they don't have it. Um, she told me that they told her that somebody somewhere else um, had her paperwork or something. I said, yeah, that's who they sold your stuff to. So they're not going to give you what you're asking for because they don't have it. So yeah, can you write? They they selling stuff off to other people. And like when Kenny Damon was up here, he said that he knew somebody that did that and got a nice piece of change from doing it. That's what they do every day. And she also told me, like, um, a girl that she know, when she put her um, grandfather, grandmother in the home and the paperwork and everything that was signed, 
And I told her, I said, everything that your people signed, you get, uh, she gave them power of attorney. So that's the same thing in the sense when we sign anything. And you just said it too, King. We don't know we giving them power of attorney over anything that we sign because we don't, yep. we didn't know a lot of the stuff at, at the time. You see what I'm saying? We don't read. That's true. Well, we're giving them power of attorney to be able to go to the treasury on our behalf. That's the mm-hmm. bank. The, um, you know, so that's why I say sending your um your new uh, power of attorney. You talking about the durable one? Yep. They set all of this stuff up like for their benefit. Well, it's a special place to hell for one, that's all I can say. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah, that's why we that's why we doing what we doing now, so we can take Take it back over. Some people ain't going to do the right thing, though. Yeah, I don't see how they can sleep in their bed at night, but they do. It's a game. It's it's like a... um, Monopoly. You know, gladiators. Right. It's freaking sick. Well, don't worry. All the trips will be coming to an end soon, man. It's already really there. Already. That's why the United States dollar is bad. <laughs> yep. Bitcoin is killing them. Yep. And all the NFTs, because the NFT market then went up, so. Job, um, that would be now would be the time to put in. 
Yeah, because the dude at my job, he uh, he told me he invested in that too. He told me the other day that had dropped. I didn't know until he had told me. But, like, when I was on my uh, laptop and you know how, um, like, at the bottom of the uh, the screen, you click on it and it brings up all the, like, the new stuff, like, a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, like, all the, all of the, like, cryptocurrencies and stuff, they was up. And it was the one that was killing them. It was, like, um, plus 7.85. I forgot which one it was, but that was the highest one. It was, like, um... 7.85 plus and was like at like 223 or something. But that one, um, you just, uh, I just talked about that all uh, dude that work invested in. That one was out there like Two point three, though. I didn't know Bitcoin dropped on the forty thousand. That was like a thirty-seven thousand. Hey, can you check yours lately? Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I've been doing a lot of studying on on this stuff, though. Trying to understand everything. Yeah, I had checked mine um, recently. You said you had did like 35 on mine, right? I don't know. I don't even know the, the dollar amount. I just go on there and just do it at a fraction of the Ethereum or the, uh, the Bitcoin or the BNB. So, but whatever I buy goes to y'all anyway. So once you go on the market, then you can cash out. When you deploy your own coin, you can cash out. Well, you said you ain't even do much with yours, and yours have value. You ain't even put a value on it. Yeah, it did. Hmm. 
المخزون Let me know what you find out, King Ezra, because 
Inquiring minds definitely want to know. That's Lord. Tenfold, tenfold. All right, brother, you have a good one, man. I'll talk to y'all later, all right? All right. All right, you too, King. Shut up. All right, man. God be easy.